0: This recording was made on Goringa Country, Northern Beaches, New South Wales.
1: It's the only way that you can describe what a person is, describe what they do. There doesn't seem to be much job satisfaction or pleasure in this picture.
0: I am, can we actually just be real, straight off the bat? God, I've I've gone too far deep into this whole podcast thing for anyone to take me seriously when I say that. But I mean this genuinely, okay? Let's be real. You could not have clicked on a more important thing to listen to than this episode of Self Talk with Damien Cole, National Campaign Director for Surfrider Foundation Australia. I really mean that. This is going to be... Well, this is how it was for me. I think it's probably how it's going to be for you. This is going to be one of those conversations that just rings in your ears for weeks after listening to it. Damo is undeniable, undeniable. That's the one word I'm going to choose to summarize this man. The level of conviction, the level of passion, and the level of integrity that it takes to be National Campaign Director for Surfrider Foundation. And let me break that down for you. That means being the primary pair of boots on the ground all over this wonderful country of ours, fighting to protect it, fighting tooth and nail. I feel so fortunate to have crossed paths with this man much less to sit down and have a conversation that almost ran for two hours. And it was just one of the most exciting exchanges of words I've ever been involved in. So I'm not even going to say too much about it. Just buckle up, basically, because you're about to hear truth bomb after truth bomb from one of the most savage eco-warriors in the country, if not the world. Because Australia is kind of ground zero, actually, for... Political malfeasance in terms of climate change, that is having a federal government who is pretty hell bent on maintaining investment in fossil fuels well into the 21st century, including PEP 11, which is a petrol, I think it stands for Petroleum Exploration Permit. Something, um, don't shoot me for not knowing the specific acronym, I really should have, I'm really embarrassed that I don't now. Um, But you're going to hear about it, and I'm pretty sure it is Petroleum Exploration Permit 11. It's basically a suggestion to build oil and gas rigs off the coast between Sydney and Newcastle. A.K.A. the most populous piece of coast in the country. And the fact that we're tossing, not only tossing that up in 2021... In the land of sunshine. <laughs> but the fact that our politicians are fighting for it and really pushing it and hoping that it just flies under the radar and goes ahead until suddenly we look at the horizon dotted with oil rigs. I mean, the na- the naysayers say that they will be 30 kilometers offshore and therefore invisible. But 30 kilometers is nothing when an oil spill happens. Oil will cover that ground in a fucking heartbeat. And... The oil rig itself may as well be smack bang in between the red and yellow flags at your favorite beach by that point. So Damo's on the ground, rallying up the troops for paddle outs and protests against this preposterous proposition. Wow, I'm doing well with the alliteration. Is that what that's called? There was a lot of peas then. Anyway, I said I wasn't going to talk about it. Here I am talking about it. I think the best thing to do is to let Damo speak for himself. Enjoy this one, guys. It was a special one. See you at the end.
1: More and more sustainable, and perform better and better, and more yeah. longevity and all around. Isn't that so. just the
0: most like? I find that the most irritating part of every single sustainability conversation is like, well, if it's not per- perfect, well, why why would I bother then? Because yeah. you know I'm compromising on maybe the performance. Some people's perception is that it doesn't yeah. work as well. So if it's only ten percent more yeah. sustainable, why would I bother?
1: Yeah,
0: and it's like. Come on, man! that's not the point.
1: When people say like, "Oh, you know, solar panels and wind turbines, they're made with this stuff that you know, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that has a carbon footprint," you're like, "Yeah, I know. We're not saying that this is a perfect silver bullet, but we got to start somewhere." Yeah, you know?
0: like uh, you it's just the wrong. I think it's just categorically the wrong conversation to have. Absolutely, it's like you're you're having it as though as though climate change doesn't exist, I suppose. Mm. But we have to accept that it does exist and so we're not going to just solve it instantly. No, It's going to be baby steps. But We've got to make the steps nonetheless. the Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and just to naysay, like that always just, I just don't know how to deal with those people. That's always this conversation that I just get stumped because I don't know how to talk to people who are just like, well, if I don't buy the steak, it's still going to be in the supermarket, so.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, it's exactly. the same thing and it's, it's that like, individualist thing of like, well, I'm only one person, but it's like, you know, you chuck a cigarette butt on the ground. It's only one cigarette butt said seven and a half billion people. Yep. That's what I was, it's like, you know, So it's, it's yeah, that's, how, I, I don't know. You it's, must encounter those people all the time. All the time. So what's your go-to to like From negotiate Mary to
0: Mary. that sort of like stubbornness <laughs> about, I'm, you know, I'm only one person. I'm not going to make a difference. So I may as well just be comfortable.
1: It probably goes into that thing of like that every single person's actions, that's, the, you're the reason why we're in trouble right now. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Is that because everyone is thinking of themselves and then you have seven and a half billion people doing that. Yeah. Then we're in trouble because we're all doing that. Yeah. You know, and it, and it works in all these different avenues. That's the reason that things become popular, let's say. It's like, you might only be one person with Davis on your T-shirt, but if everyone starts wearing it, then it becomes cool, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like kind of, yeah, trying to link. I, I like to always give analogies to different That's people. That's actually like
0: a really good analogy as far as like, the positive. Pop culture yeah. and stuff, because typically the people who are least interested in contributing to a greater movement and more interested in just continuing their own sort of selfishness are yeah. the same people who are interested in the latest fads and the latest crazes, oh, wearing the right things, being yep. in the right places. Exactly. And it's this ironic thing where it's like, well, you subscribe to it in one part, but, but apparently you alone. don't care about it when it's talking yeah. about it conservation. Yeah, yeah, when it doesn't suit.
1: That's that's the thing, and that's the unfortunate reality is that we are We're, we've been so conditioned mm-hmm. for, 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 you know, for generations now to really get into this, like, lifestyle of just, like, what's well, all about you and it's all about you being comfortable and being, you know, you the best. And, and we've, like, created this individualised society where the, the community fabric is breaking down in, in front of us because it's all take, 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 I've got to get mine. It's happening right now with... Um, with house prices all around Australia, Mm. you know, that it's just like, well, bad luck. Everyone's trying to get theirs, you know, so we just got to keep building and prices are still going on. You're like, but how what's happening to, as a whole, our community and that sense of community and the culture of these small coastal communities is just getting taken away Mm. because we have this individualised, like, Set of just like just get in and you get yours, yeah. You know, yeah, like, every man for himself, yeah. And that's cap- that's the basis of capitalism is just do you just go and get you get what you can out of it, yeah, right? yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it, it really is. It's something that I've been really been thinking about a lot recently about where we're actually heading, you know. Not just with you know, you look at climate change, it's not just about going renewable, you know, like yeah. renewable energy is one thing, but we have to change the entire narrative, we have to ch- change the entire fabric of what we're doing right now yeah. because we can't keep living as if we're on this like kind of endless supply of everything because mm. we're not. We're on a finite planet with finite resources and we're going f- to find ourselves in a jam pretty pretty fucking soon. Mm. You know?
0: mm. But it's getting that, getting that point across. Like I hear everything you're saying and I totally agree that it's, it's winding back not just what we're buying, but how much of it we're buying, when we're buying and all that stuff, all that capitalist stuff. Yep. But getting that across to people who are really obtuse is I find it's just this like, it's a morbid fascination of mine because yep. I find it like fascinating. I'm so curious. I'm like, how, how does your brain work? To be able to just like put these walls up at certain conversational junctions to just not continue. Mm. But like we're all dealing with the same thing. Yep. So how do, like how do you actually... When you say so say I'm like somebody who's telling you basically not to bother with your life's work at this stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Saying <laughs> so why you're bothering. I'm, I always
1: say, I'm like, I'm trying to put myself out of a job. <laughs> Funnily nice. enough, like, because that is the truth. Like, yeah, yeah. As, as the, you know, as, as working for Surf Rider Foundation, that's the same. I'm here to protect, to, you know, I kind of always joke, I'm like, I'm here to save the planet, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, not, yeah. not by myself, but, you know, I'm not not that delusional and, and arrogant, but... I'm here to save the planet and fuck, I can't wait till the one day that, you know, I go into work and they're like, nothing sorry to do, mate, here. you got nothing to do. Go um, surfing day, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, covered it yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, epic, so...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but um, I, I guess it is. It's really hard. I, I'm, I, have a, I have a fascination as well of how people can go through life and not care about this stuff. Mm. It, it really is interesting to look at like, how do you walk past a piece of rubbish on the beach? Yeah. I, I, it just blows my mind that people can... You know, not not only actually like, let alone throw it out or something. You know, like I've seen people and I've had full like, not blow ups, but like I've definitely had cracks. Conversation. And create, yeah, heated co- conversation. Yeah, <laughs> <conversations, but laughs> I've seen people rock up to Bells, pull up. They're looking at it. You know, they look. They're definitely not from around town or whatever. And then I've seen them throw a whole bag of KFC out onto the car park. And I just went up and I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Yeah. You've literally driven Good, you? from wherever you've driven from to look at something that's beautiful yeah. to get out of your little rat race, whether it be, I don't know, Melbourne, Sydney, whether it's, you know... Yeah, is there it, even a Shanghai. KFC in Torquay? Like, where would they have even heard no, that Ro-Dale, from? yeah. So yeah. it's a close about half an hour, you know, 20 minutes away. But, like, that's... Yeah, so it's like... And to just... I, I just... I can't grasp the concept of the someone looking and going, like, wow, this is beautiful, and then going, and yeah. just throwing it out the window. You're like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, like, yeah.
0: yeah. it's just, for me, the visual is literally just, like, power lines that are just chopped in half and zapping, just not connecting this shit. That's uh, just not connecting and it's just
1: like, how is it not connecting for you? Yeah, it's, it's, and I think it is that disconnect, you know, if you kind of take, take, take a step back, it's the disconnect that we generally have with nature. Mm. And I think that's a a huge part of where we're at is that where our world, our society is speeding up so quickly everyone's getting disconnected from nature. And that's why we're seeing a resurgence of people just wanting to go immerse themselves in the ocean, moving away from cities, you know, go into nature and go in for bushwalks or whatever it might be. We're seeing that. But, like, generally speaking, uh, you know, looking at what we've done for the last, say, 50, 60 years is kind of distance ourselves from the planet in in a way of, like, it's as if we're a separate entity, we built our own habitat. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And we continue to do so. And it's like, well, of course there's going to be repercussions. Like, yeah. And we're now starting to see it. But that's where we've had a few generations. The other thing is, it's only a f- couple of generations. It's not like we've just, like, this disposable society of ours is not something that's been around forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah. disposable coffee cups, like... That's a pretty new thing. Yeah. And people kind of get this like, well, oh, how am I going to do it? You know, how am I going to go to the supermarket without plastic bags? It's yeah, like, I don't know. Call your grandma. Yeah, call your grandma and even your mum, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's exactly. Like, it's not even that old, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But we've, we've got ourselves into this like convenient first world kind of way of living where it's just convenience because we're going so fast yeah. as well and we don't have time to to sit and cook our own meals and sit down for a coffee rather than take it on the run and I've got a media, I've got to keep moving, you know, like, it's like, it's, but I I can almost
0: like, sorry, I didn't mean it. go, go, go. I can almost like empathize with that sometimes though. Like some days where I get, I I get, let my diary get the better of me and I'm just like, Oh, I've just got one thing after another thing, after another thing. And it's really hard to give myself that time where if I feel like I just sit down for five minutes, even though it's only five minutes, I'd feel like I was wasting Wasting time. Yep. Yeah. But, yep. but it's like just the idea of time being some finite currency in my pocket that I'm spending. Like that. it's not mine to waste like that. So it doesn't like nothing about it makes sense for me. But mm. I still get trapped in it.
1: Oh, well, hey, and that's well, I'm not sitting here, you know, on my high horse. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. I bet. I, you should see my diary sometimes as well. You yeah. Know, like yeah. I'm flat out. I sometimes will get to four o'clock in the afternoon and go, shit, I forgot to have breakfast again. Ah, yeah, I haven't had time, yeah, I haven't yeah. had a break and I've been going and getting lightheaded going, well, we're going to, you know, like I'm definitely, I have my issues with that as well. And it's, again, it's part of, I always like to think of it, it's not necessarily the individual as such. It's that we're a product of our environment.
0: Yeah. The whole system's engineered you know, for us to be in that headspace. To be in that
1: and that, to push, to, to go harder, to work harder, you know, that we need all of this stuff and We've we've just kind of been sold this, this kind of narrative and this dream that we need more to, to, to kind of feel more fulfilled, where yeah. it's quite the opposite. Yeah. And again, it's not the individual. I, I never really blame the individual. Like I always I go back to oh, I worked in the mines and the and the, Did and the you? offshore industry. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. So you know, like I used to work there and mm. I've got friends that still do, and I don't hold anything against any of a conversation with someone that they get a little bit sheepish when I'm like, oh, what do you do? And people are. Oh, I work away and I, I work in the mines. I'm like, oh, cool. I used to as well.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: Like, oh, really? Did you? It's like, again, it's not the individual. I'm not going to go attack every worker that's. I understand. I've seen it firsthand people trying to make a living and, and feeding their kids. Feeding their
0: kids, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, like, and if they haven't got a university degree or they haven't had that higher education anyway and that's where they found with, that's where the money comes from, it's like, okay, I understand that. But it's looking at it bigger, at the bigger picture, and going the processes and the, the institutions where we've got this fucking patriarchy that has sold us like this thing of like we need to work harder and have everything that you, you know, like, which is just complete bullshit. But we're all products of that, you yeah. know? We're, yeah. we're, pro- we're, we're guilty, we're surfers. We've all had petroleum-based surfboards. for The fight for the bite, I, I copped so much shit for that. Did you? offer oh, for paddling out on a. Oh, on a p- the, board? Well, you hypocrites! You drove down in your car, and you know, and I'm like, "Yep, I did," you know, and that's, of course. Yeah, but because... look what that achieved, though, man. Like. Oh, absolutely.
0: Right, like it went, it went the distance. Yeah. So whatever, like, microscopic in comparison, impact that you know your petrol car had, and your your petrol wetsuit had and whatever to get and do that thing. But then yeah. it had this impact that we're not offshore drilling in yep, a marine in mar- sanctuary. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's a pretty small cost of doing business if, you, if that's the result. Which
1: is always what I go back to is like, uh, uh, straight up, like, uh, and I'm on record here, I'm saying like, I'm gonna have an impact on this planet, no matter what, we all do. Yep. Right now, sitting here, we have lights on, we're drinking a drink, that's, go- that's, cre- that's a footprint. Everything that we've got, we're wearing clothes, we have some footprint. Yeah. And it's not to say that we're going back to the like prehistoric days where we're gonna be, you know, lighting fires in caves and you know like, animals skinning animals yeah, like, yeah, it's skinning animals. Like it's not about that. And that's I think where unfortunately the narrative gets taken of like, well, you you're making you you've got a negative impact on the planet too, so you've got to shut up and sit down. So you know? yeah, so that's what really fucks me off, man, is that mm. that that
0: uh, that whole perspective that closed-mindedness comes from these two really distinct places one of them is just like kind of i guess the the unconscious masses who are just like it's still going to be there if i don't yeah whatever the other half is the politicians people like keith Pitt, going like well you know you surfers if you're wearing a wetsuit and you know if you're not paddling out in the nude on a wooden board then why would we listen to you it's like
1: well because that's not even the point. Yeah, like, but like the
0: fact that, that 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 same sentence comes out of those two very disparate social groups, but one of them is running the country. Yeah, and it's like it's it's it, staggering. It, it is,
1: and that's it's so disconnected from reality, and it's it's also kind of hijacking the whole argument. Totally, and, and it just derails the conversation. Just derailing it where it's like it's not what we're even saying. Yeah. You know, it's, we're not, it's not saying any, like, it's the same as that we're not just saying, let's just shut the whole world down right now, stop absolutely all fossil fuels, but it's like, can we start transitioning? The Mm. word transitioning is what we keep banging on about, Mm. and they keep just going, well, you're part of, you know, you use fossil fuels, it's like, but we want to transition, we're not just saying switch everything off and, you know, like, so it is that really frustrating then, but what it does... Is all they have to do is create that little bit of confusion. Like they just—they just, they win so another six months, another year, another two years, and, yeah. you know they, they're just pushing it along. Yeah. Where it's like the minute that you have any confusion about the climate change debate, we've got—you know—we've been talking about this shit for years now, and yeah. look where we are. Like you decades. Know? It's just—it you know, just just, hasn't, it hasn't moved at all because it's just that little bit of uncertainty and kind of they've muddied the waters enough. Yeah. To, to kind of yeah, to to stop it in its tracks. Yeah,
0: and leveraging that against people's inco- like inconveniencing people. Well, that's it. Where too. it's just like this tiny if you if like people are looking at a behavioural change or something that they're, you know, doing begrudgingly and it's an inconvenience, the slightest little thing to just co- like suggest they not do it, oh well I'm not gonna bother then, why would I bother? It, exactly. And it's oh, just,
1: do you remember the um through the federal election in twenty nineteen when Labour came out with the electric cars argument? Well, uh, they kind of came out and they were like, right, oh, we want, like, I can't even remember what it was, but, you know, we want X amount of electric cars in Australia. And, we, you know, it was like we're pushing forward with electric right, cars. Right, And then Scott Morrison came out and said, they're trying to take away your utes. They're trying to take away your yeah, weekends. Yeah, that's they're it. They're trying to take away your camping. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, mate? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Like, these things are powerful. Like, they're good. And it's like, and that's scaremongering. Of, like you say, that inconvenience like, well you're not taking my weekends away yep. it's like, what? that wasn't that's, even the thing, but the, the attitude
0: has okay. now been established, Done. and it's it that's electric it.
1: cars, are for the, they're
0: for they're the the weak
1: pussies yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well the other thing is, I don't know if you've ever seen the, um, who was it that did it um, it was like the, the, it might have been the Chasers or something and they did the race between the electric car and this super souped up V8 thing and the, uh, or, the electric Tesla, I think.
0: Just and it towed. I saw one recently, and there was an electric car towing the car it was racing as well. Oh, some no. new Tesla or something against some whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen the update,
1: but there you go. You same know. thing as you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, power, yeah. eh? Like, yeah, right yeah. Oh, Like it's, and again, it's not to say like just because it doesn't have, you know, it can't go 800 kilometres at once now, doesn't mean that we're not going to get there. But a lot of them can though, and that's th- that I.
0: I think I heard Elon Musk talking about that on Joe Rogan last time he was on it, t- saying like how farcical that whole argument is, where people just same thing try and derail the conversation by talking about mileage, and they're like, yep. well, if it can't go a thousand k's, then why bother?
1: Yep.
0: There's a point of diminishing returns carrying fuel around. Like you wouldn't have a four hundred liter fuel tank just if you're driving around town because no. suddenly you, you've got all that weight and your economy is blown out the window. It's the same thing with the amount of battery cells. Like why would you have enough battery cells to go 2000 K's when it's just heavy and it's dragging down the efficiency. Yeah. If you're only going a couple of hundred K's at the most at a time,
1: yeah. but they can already go like 700 K's, and that's 800 K's. And it's better than it was five years ago. Yeah, and, and it'll just, just keep going
0: as well. Yeah, yeah. And, that,
1: and I think that's the point. It's like, you know, when Thomas Edison harnessed energy, like it's not like he was all of a sudden like, right, I can power a city of 20 million people. It was like, okay, I've figured this out. Let's get a light bulb. We're starting. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know, it wasn't like, well, if you can't if you can't power the whole town right now all day, then it's not worth it. It's I like, bet he had
0: some fucking neighbour though who was like Pfft. Yeah, probably <laughs> there's only one light, but yeah. one yeah.
1: Right. my candles what, what can was that? Uh, yeah. my candles can light yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but, you yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: like, see my fireplace, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, my whole room's lit up.
1: Yeah. Well there probably was an <laughs> that's exactly it, you know. And yeah. I
0: don't know. It's it, just it's... insecurity though, hey. Like that's gotta be
1: And fear, I think. Yeah. The, the fear of change. And that's where it goes back to. I think everything comes back to fear. Mm. You know, it's either love or fear. Mm. You know, and I think that the fear is that big one, where that's where your insecurities come from. It's fear that it, whether you know you're going to be put out of a job, or whether you're not going to keep up with things, or whatever it is. Like, yeah, it, I, I think it just goes back to fear of just the unknown of you know. Yeah. But it's funny because it's like we're here today, like everything that we've done, like we've been evolving. It's not some new age thing that like, you know, we, we are constantly evolving, you know, so, yeah, you know, But then it's also, if you want to get the, the deeper thing of, again, it's not the individuals that are scared of the change, it's the powers to be that have all the money, you know, and I go back to the patriarchy of like this kind of industrial revolution that's been going for a few hundred years now, you had these small companies, and I'm not against capitalism, right? Mm. The, 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 I just want to make it straight. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I think that capitalism is good to an extent, but I think it's got good traits, but I think that the way it's been developed, which is going back a few hundred years, is no longer relevant or sustainable now in mm. today's world. It's not about, oh, everyone can make a dollar and, you know, make it the make best out of you. That you can, because that was the case 300 years ago or 200 years ago, whatever it was. But then when you have all these companies that have been created back then, who are now multinational, multi-billion dollar companies, you can't be calling on that. Like, oh, we're just trying to make money. It's like, I always go back to imagine capitalism if, at the very kind of beginning, when I was like, all right, we're gonna try this thing. You can make as much money as you want, Roland. Go go for it. You are allowed to do whatever you want. Two conditions. One, don't fuck the environment. Two, treat your workers with respect and you can't fuck them over either. That, you know, like if it was just that. Yeah, it pretty much covers it. That covers (laughs) it, right? Because that's it, you know, and and that means that's not just in your own country. Yeah. That's internationally. I don't care what the laws are over there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to, you know, you've got to adhere to this and be responsible. Yeah. And then go for it. Then imagine how much the world would have changed. Yeah. Obviously, it's like this fluffy hypothetical. that. Yeah, I love it But it's this this sort of like... That's
0: boiling down the problems into like almost one raw thing because it's pretty much saying look after the environment. Hey, humans are part of the environment. Yes. And then... Which then
1: looks after ourselves. Exactly.
0: I, I always go back to the... I remember reading that endless growth is the ideology of the cancer cell. Yep. and applying that to the whole capitalist agenda, and, and just these businesses that just grow and grow and just keep consuming everything in sight, and it's just the aggression involved is, yep. it's it's a real sort of macroscopic view yep. at like this thing that sort but of.
1: But it's exactly that though, and that's what we're doing. Is you know, I remember when I um, I ran in the Victorian election as a as an independent um, back in twenty eighteen. And I remember this one guy, like, because obviously we were going, we had kind of, uh, a, kind of, we were running with a kind of, a, kind of, let's put a cap on development around Torque. Like, Torque has been ravaged by overdevelopment in the yeah. last ten or fifteen years, and we were just starting to have a look, going like, whoa, can we just put on the brakes for a minute and have a look at what's going on here and see where we're going to end up in the next fifty years, you know, rather than just throwing everything, you know, like. So anyway, so we had this thing that was like, we were also looking to stop a housing development of 2,100 homes in Spring Creek. And then I just remember, I still remember this, I can't remember who it was, but someone's commented on Facebook and gone, oh, you're just anti-development. Why don't you just let progress take its course? And I remember sitting there and I looked at it and I was like, let progress take its course. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. And I'm like, and I wrote back to him, I said, oh, hey, mate, like, I think you've Got your quotes mixed up, it's let nature take its course. Nice. And progress we control. It, it, it's not some like yeah, untamable beast that you just go, yes, yeah, oh like well nature. Yeah. let it go. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like progress, like we're the ones doing it. And when you use the word progress, it should also, it's not just development, it's development with values, yeah. And making sure that when you are creating whatever you're creating, whether it's a coffee shop, a surfboard brand. You know, an electronics, you know, Apple or whatever it is, to do it in a way. And going back to this, make your money for sure, but be responsible. Mm. Look after your workers, look after your environment, and kind of make it this like, you know, kind of circular kind of economy within yourself. Of like, make sure that this is a holistic way of of, of doing business. Yeah, and that's again going back to like everything that we do. It's not the the, the argument is not to develop or not to develop. It's how you develop yeah, as well. And, yeah. I, and that's again part of the argument that I think where everyone's particularly these days between social media, you know, Murdoch media owning <laughs> 90% of, of media outlets. And it's they've polarized our entire society. Mm. It's you're either red or you're blue, you're yes or you're no, you're pro this or anti-that. You know, you're either. Well, you're not even you anymore, no. right? like
0: that's the whole social dilemma thing. Is that at the point, the very just at that point that your first choice was interfered with or influenced by some external factor, no choice you make after that is yours, because uh, that's what I took out of the social dilemma. Yeah. It sounds like what you're saying yeah. like once once that's been interfered with, our integrity's pretty much been lost, and so you can't really. Can't really claim integrity after that because who knows whether it's what you talking. believe is actually what you believe, or you only believe it because you've been fed a certain piece of content or agenda from some media outlet or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that is, and that's the other thing as well. Is this is so new? Mm. You know, we've never been in this world before. Like, we don't know what these effects, you know, the effects that are taking place right now have have never been tried and tested. Like, yeah, like, this whole social media thing is unbelievable like that for me is this I have a fascination with that social media just blows my mind yeah like watching kids not being able to interact with each other anymore and you Dude, know I
0: feel so lucky for my age because I feel like I have a foot in both worlds where yep. social media didn't come along until I was I didn't get Facebook till I was 18 yeah so like I feel so fortunate for having had a regular childhood or I suppose, a traditional
1: childhood because yep. <laughs> it's not
0: regular anymore. Yeah, But like the fact that I, I'd still know how to like talk to people basically. So yep. I can still have a foot in the world of those my senior look people in the eye, have a conversation, yep. know yep. how to not just pull out my phone when I get uncomfortable and stuff. Yep. But then I also still know how to use the software and I'm not some grandma like single digit yep. like typing in cap, all caps.
1: Hating the world, just either going, hating nah, the world or <laughs>
0: sending a very private message very publicly, or something <laughs> like that. You know, like I get to do both of those things. So I feel yep. so lucky for being the age I am. And I always think now, well, that was however long ago. Now, the first kids who are just coming to voting age is the first demographic of kids who only knew the internet growing up yep. and only knew social media growing up and, and never and, got to experience life without what's, it.
1: And what, what, what is going to happen? Yeah, what kind, kind of adult know. has that made? We, we don't know yet.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: like, and that's the thing. Where, is it, where are we going? <laughs> there's,
0: some, like, there's some pretty um, compelling armchair science to be had as far as looking at mental health statistics and youth suicide and comparing, like, that sort of stuff to just trying to look at patterns about what sort of influences as this generation that just seems yeah. to be having so much trouble with their mental health Yep. What have they been living with that other generations
1: haven't been? And the most obvious one is the screen in their pocket yep. all Absolutely. the fucking time. Being connected with, you know, and that's what even they say, like, about the whole bullying thing of, like, okay, yeah, you, we, you know, bullying is not a new thing, but at least you used to be able to get away leave, from Leave it. school and yep. you're, you're done, you know, it's cool. You don't have to deal with that shit till next, next like, till tomorrow or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But now it's just a continuous thing, you know, like, and, and and it's, again, a bigger part of, like, our entire world. We're getting more information and more, like, you look at, two-year-olds that know how to re- work an iPad my
0: oh, so terrifying it, it, isn't it
1: it blows me away yeah. and I'm like and that is also when you go through that and it's like they're learning they're not they're learning to always be stimulated mm. and have instant gratification all the time yeah you know and that's where it's like again that's where you have these people that are yearning to get out into the ocean or into the forest or whatever because it's probably our biological nature to sometimes go, oh, I just, just want to get th- out. I want to get out. This yeah. is just not, this is not healthy. Yeah, it's know? just
0: finding those little opportunities that you have on a daily basis. If you can't just like throw your hands up, leave your desk and go bush for a few weeks. Like most recently I've noticed here when I ride home, if I time it right, I can ride through the pine trees between North Stain and Queensie. And right on sunset, they just fill up with lorikeets, and they yep. just go fucking ballistic. And yep, it is yep, just yep. like, I'll like, I'll time my departure from work so that I can just slowly coast into it. And it's like being in a theme park because you're just like looking up at these massive pine trees, these birds just going ballistic. How's your day? How's your day? It was good. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, but it's just this like thing that. I almost, i realise that I almost have a disproportionate craving for that by the time the time arrives at the end of the day, where it's like seems like this innocuous or kind of insignificant part of the day, but has such a major impact on how I feel when I finally get home, yeah. no matter how the day before it's been. Yeah, and yeah. it's like these little—and it's the same as just like jumping in the sea or going for a surf or yeah. leaving your phone at home and going for a walk, just like dialing back into nature at any opportunity. Yeah, Just to redress the balance that you're talking about of yeah. like getting away from the constant stimulation.
1: And there really is, there's that, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure there's scientific kind of explanations and all that, but like, I don't even need that. Mm. I just know that it feels good. And I know that it's, What? Well, and I just connect the dots of like, well, it makes sense. Like, you know, civilization has been, or well, humans have been around for a few hundred thousand years. And this whole, you know, th- this new age that we're seeing is a just a dot in our history, you know, yeah. in these last few years. Like, as you say, I have Facebook. I think I got when I was, yeah, I might have been 20, I think, when I first got it. And it's like, but it feels, funnily enough, like a lifetime now. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, what, what did we do before Google Maps? How did we get around? You know, yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah, a weird yeah. Deal, like, Shit, you had your Gregory's, mate. Yeah. Well, and I, and it was no all, all
0: battered up in the, yeah, underneath yeah. the passenger seat. Having and having to have someone else read it or yeah. all stopping on the side of the Yeah, look it up the back. J10. Yeah. All right, click back <laughs> and then fucking find it.
1: But it, it's a funny thing that we, how quickly, and that's why I go back to also like, we've just adapted to this lifestyle and as if it's just been forever here. Yeah. Know? And it's like, we need to change that and go back. And I think it's happening. Like,
0: we're time traveling, man. That's what we're doing. Yes. Like I, think about, I think about time travel all yep. the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like literally, if you think, well, I think about like my bike, for example, going to and from work means that I can do that in five minutes instead yep. of 30 minutes on foot. And therefore, it's 25 extra minutes one way or almost a whole hour extra of time that I shouldn't have been entitled to if I was just existing with the equipment I was born with. And no, it's almost no, no. like I've got this extra hour in my pocket. So if you extrapolate that out to a car or even a plane or getting on the internet and the amount of information you can consume through a screen rather than having to run around and talk to people one-on-one yeah, on one to get the, the same library, level of looks, information, yep. yeah, it's like we can just accomplish so much more in such a more condensed amount of time. And yeah. I feel like we're literally time-traveling without realising that because we don't mm-hmm. have like a teleportation DeLorean or whatever to just jump into
1: but I guess that's also funnily enough I, I heard this thing a while back of like I can't remember where but of that we've, we have done this where it's like we've put all we've got all this technology and to to, to, to make our lives easier We've got our phone now because it's easier, because it means that you can get emails and you can send information quicker and you can go find information easier. And We've got cars now, you know, which means that we, we don't, we're not taking horse and carts anymore. Yeah. And emails means that we don't have to send letters. And, you know, so it's, oh, it's made everything so much easier. Yeah. But the flip side of that is, there's a lot more expectation now. Yeah, it's not because as someone, easy as not having email. No, but well, that's the thing, but like- and that's, Or not going it, anywhere. It was talking about like, <clears throat> When I heard this, it was like, right, you used to be able to send a letter to, let's say from here in Sydney, if you, you've you got a friend in Newcastle, you send a letter, you write the letter, you, you, because it's a letter, you, you're thinking about what you're going to write, you write it down, and then you send it, and it might take a few days mm. for them to get it. And then well, that's you, you're done, you're going to go about your, your business, and then they receive it, they read it, they think about it, then they write their letter, You know. and then it takes a few days to get back, and it's kind of, let's say, a two-week turnaround. And you're happy with that, and that was fine. Now you send an email, and if you haven't got an answer back in two hours, you go on like, I better text him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's happening? I need to get an answer right now. Which again goes back to this speeding up the whole society. We have expectations for everything to be instant, and that's where again this generation coming up, where we we are. I I still have this. I'm quite impatient at times. You know, like. But it's getting worse and worse and worse for for our for our society. I think we're we're expected to have everything now. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's no working up to it and things taking time and you know things that are worth waiting for. You know, taking time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that all, that's almost in in the climate change narrative. Almost like you. I think about the things I read from the IPCC or the latest you know, COP, whatever, summit and the conclusions. And it's all sort of about things we should have done yesterday. Yep. And it's all about like, we need to do this in the next, like, in, like instantly basically, like right, 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 right now. Yep. And it's weird that that doesn't compute to us and then we're not doing it because everything else we do is instant, instant. Yep. instantly. Yep. And it's just this one, it's like, I don't get where the, where the wrench in the gears is for that not to translate. I, I
1: think with the climate change... Argument. Then this takes another turn from there. Have you read *Sapiens*? I'm halfway. Okay. Yeah. So I I think it was at the kind of beginning where he talks about um, kind of biologically speaking, our minds are we're we're kind of we're wired to only care for about 100 to 150 people around. Oh, this Dunbar number. Thing, yeah. The number of people
0: in the tribe, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the,
1: yeah. So you, you know, you've got the hundred to one hundred and fifty people, and I th- and then beyond that, it's like, of course, we can sh- have empathy to some extent. Like, but you'll look at, you know, the, you look at an Oxfam where, uh, uh, ad where it's like, oh, this, you know, starving child, or whatever. And it's not that you're just some arsehole who's like, whatever, mate, get a job. Like, we obviously go, oh man, that's you know, that's so heavy. heavy but then yeah. you flick the channel, and you're like. Well, what's for dinner? You yeah. know, like you get up yeah. and I, you know you'll order Uber Eats or whatever it is, and it, because it's hard for us to to kind of show that really deep seated compassion for seven and a half billion uh, people, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's such a big thing to to ask that you can't, we can't physically, like biologically, kind of hug seven and a half billion people. You know what I mean? We mm. can't just mm. wrap our arms around that. And I think for me, that's the similar thing to climate change where It's such a huge issue with so, it's so like complicated and there's so many threads that you can pull out of it that people don't quite comprehend that every action that they do is affecting the climate because mm. then you have those politicians that like, oh, you're so arrogant to think that you can change the climate, you know, mm, and it's like, mm. well, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Not... your leadership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that inspiring thing. All right, great. No, thank you, mate. You're arrogant and we're ignorant only. But it's kind of, it's this thing of like kind of that the connection between all of us, it's, it's hard to grasp and to fathom how connected we all are and yeah. how big we all are and it's the first time in the world that we're doing that, mm. you know, so it's easy when you're on the internet, and whatever, to understand that, yeah, we're connected to that sense. But to realize that we're all affecting the planet, I think. feel it, man. Like, it,
0: it, it, it's almost religious, eh? I, I think about it, I've been thinking about it in the last few weeks, this exact thing that you're talking about, almost as religious or spiritual, where it's like, to... To, to, to reconnect and to really pay tribute to the gravity of the problems and the one place where we solve them, which is going back to this one nature, this one God that we kind of all recognize, no matter what book you read every Sunday. It's like nature's sort of across all of the mainstream religions as well. And it is this one God that we're all sort of, we're all paying attention to. It's whether like you are deeply paying attention or peripherally paying attention and just walking past the rubbish on the beach. But it's like, that, that excites me about it because for me, that means, that's, how we, that's how it's going to happen is people are going to have that gut feeling that I'm sure you've had. I know I've had, a lot of people have had where maybe it's at Bells Beach. Probably wasn't the time that that person threw their KFC out the window. But if they didn't have the KFC and they just had some big emotional upheaval in their life and they just stood there and then suddenly just felt the land. And they just had that bolt that just hits them in the chest of like, holy shit, this is me. Like, I am this, this whole thing in front of me. It's all that whole connection thing Mm. just like hits home. And then suddenly they don't walk past the rubbish on the beach or suddenly they do understand this like, well, yeah, there's 7 billion people. I can't reach my arms around all of them and hug them at once, but I do understand the... How deep that how connection goes? Our, yeah. yeah, yeah, and how every single little thing that you do does affect the climate, and therefore yeah. does affect everybody else.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have a slightly more pessimistic view, though, is that people will people will start taking action when it affects them. Mm. So that again goes back to the bigger picture thing. Oh, yeah, but she'll be right, you know. She'll oh, the be world's right. the world's AI. I think she'll be right. She'll be right, right? You know. Yeah. Until it's not and oh your house is flooded or you know like your you know your house has fallen into the ocean or you've lost your job because I don't know maybe the the school that you work at burnt down because of the bushfires mm. or whatever it is when you start clicking and I think that that for me is when when people feel the effects personally yeah is when they will take action.
0: Yeah. Like, and I have I have it's very privileged of me to be that optimistic considering mm. I haven't lost a house to bushfire. And like I had basically mental health struggles, which spat me out into that conclusion and that that yeah. whole feeling and understanding and whatever. But I completely take your point which that is like great. people and do that, need to be
1: Well maybe that was your that you was getting mine. affected. Yeah. Yeah. You got affected in a certain way. And yeah. And you know, like, but I just think, yeah, everyone needs to have that that moment where I mean, I I wish that it wasn't the case. I Mm. just think that, again, it goes back to that, you know, the biologically speaking thing of, like, the planet just being too big, like, to grasp how big the ice shelves that are snapping off Antarctica right now are. Yeah, we don't know how much it is. Like or, or, or
0: even what a ton of carbon dioxide looks like. What, what, yeah, what is that? Like, you know? Yeah, it's impossible like, to, to fathom.
1: It's, it's kind of like, okay, that's a number. What's two degrees? It doesn't sound like much. Yeah. You know, like yep, there's yep, that kind yep. of. And I think those things, are, whilst they're very important, I actually don't really think that they're helping the situation. I think, like. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's where over the. I think it's changing now, but I think that over the last, you know, few decades, the communication hasn't been, like, we haven't sold it correctly. Mm. Like, I think this whole, like, looking after the planet has been a little bit, I, I just feel like it just hasn't been, like, the, the right way to do it in the sense of, like, You know, you've seen the the scientists in their khaki shorts and their knee-high socks on on the news kind of going, yeah, the global temperatures are going up quite steadily, blah, blah, right. and people are like, yeah, righto, mate. you are on your propeller head. Yeah, you know, like you've righto, four eyes, you know, whatever. And now we're starting to get people, you know, that that, that are using kind of, it's almost using the tools of capitalism for the environment and like swapping it around. And I think that that... That's a really smart way and, and, a, and a really effective way of doing it as well. Totally. Bring it back onto, like, it's affecting you, you know? Like, this is, you know, your responsibility because it's going to affect your health, it's going to affect your economy... and Your kids. Your kids, and, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's having to change that. It's not just, like... I, and again, I wish that it was just as easy as going, don't you just love dolphins? Like, yeah, cool, yeah, just yeah. save them, you know? Like, you love yeah. orangutans. Smell stuff. this flower. It's yeah, yeah, it's perfect. So yeah, like, oh, wow, it's beautiful. And it's, so, you know, now are you so... do you understand now? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and I, I, it's just, I think for me, that's a little bit too much of a, like, a fluffy kind of way of thinking. That's what
0: I love about you, though, mate, because you are different from, like, the stereotype of people who give a shit about the environment. Like, I think that... It's been let down in communication wise by kind of the hippie stereotype where it's like anything where if you just start barking too much about something, people yep. are like, oh, you're crazy. I'm not yep. listening. Oh, you're obviously like obsessed with this thing. I'm not going to listen. Exactly. And, and so if someone's got no shoes on and some flowery vest and, you know, yep. whatever, and yep. they reek of Sounds marijuana, so it's like, yeah. okay. Cheers, obviously you think that way, so I'll discredit yeah. what you're saying from here on in. Yeah. But like, that's it's so cool that you worked in the mines. I think yeah. that's so much to your credit because it's like, makes you so much more
1: relatable and mm. such a real person. Oh yeah, and I've been super open about it. Yeah. Like I'm like, you know, no one can have a crack at me because I'm like, yeah, I'm very well aware of that. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it goes back, I know I'm not perfect. You know, I'm driving up and down the, I'm driving up and down the coast at the moment doing yep. this stuff yep. and, and again, it's, it's just getting over it, like over the fact that you know no one's perfect. It's not, and that's not the narrative. It's not that these people in the environmental world are perfect, and those that do get on their high horses and kind of look down at people and you know really t- like talk down those individuals for eating meat or whatever. It's like yeah, I understand. Listen, I you know I'm veggie myself, but I'm never going to sit there and go you're a piece of shit for eating meat, yeah. you know? Because then all that does is, again, it creates that divide,
0: Yeah, you know?
1: Of like, oh, well, screw you. Don't call me a piece of shit. I'll go and eat twice as much meat Yeah, yeah, hour. yeah, exactly. You know, like, and it's actually about having this, like, again, for me, I'm so big on communication because when you empower someone and when you tell someone, you know, it's a different way. I always kind of put it more into the terms of like, you know, join us. Mm. Come with us. Do you want to come with, you know, join your community and do this? You know, it's like become part of a community. Of doing this, you yeah. know, it's rather than t- talking down to people and saying, like, you're afraid, uh, 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, the negative reinforcement thing.
1: Obviously, unless it goes back to Mr. KFC who threw his thing, where it's like, well, I don't have time sometimes, you up, have to. So, I'm not going to go up there and go, hey, man, can you join us in a bit? It's I like, hope you, you like your chicken, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: just <laughs> while we're here, while we're
1: here, um, can you join us in picking up your rubbish, yeah, your dirty? Yeah, yeah. F- and, uh, um, so, obviously, there is a time and place, but generally speaking, I think that that's how we're gonna get people on board Mm. a lot quicker. And yeah, I I guess that's probably where I do come in with a little bit of a different side of things where I I just, I sometimes hear those crew that are on their high horses, just like, you know, well, I'm doing this and I don't do this. And I, you know, like, I'm, I'm a vegan. Like, I can't believe you even do that. You You know, it's like belittling people. Yeah. It's not going to. So it just doesn't really like. I, I heard like I still haven't actually. Seen, have you seen Sea Spirits? Yet? Yeah, I
0: have the other night. Actually, yeah. Yeah, a what, couple of nights. What ago. did you think
1: of it? I haven't seen it yet. I, I, just I haven't had like the time.
0: It's <laughs> worth a watch. Yeah, there's a lot of. Um, it's weird, man. I don't actually think it was that helpful for someone in my camp because I feel like I'm already like balls to the wall doing as much as I fucking can yep. about this problem. Yeah. But for someone who's disengaged, it'd be it's a real shock, oh, I which is great. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of criticism that there's a lot of unsubstantiated sort of just like big stats that get thrown out and they get thrown out fast. And there is. Yeah. I'm sure they came from somewhere. Yeah. But that's what I've seen the majority of the criticism. It's massive, Um, the implication being that, like, the fishing industry is kind of a much bigger problem than plastic as far as pollution goes. Most plastic pollution in the sea is fishing, waste, all that sort of stuff. And that the best thing that you can do to help stabilise the oceans is stop eating fish. Compared to basically, you know, Yes, it's good to use a paper straw instead of a plastic straw. But compared yeah. to then going off and eating a salmon fillet for dinner yeah. in your poke bowl, yeah. it's kind of like yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you're kind of redundant there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's worth a look.
1: Okay. Yeah did you did you see? I'm interested because I got a couple of comment uh, a couple of messages from crew. Did they have a crack at Surf Foundation? Yeah, there it was a
0: Surf Rider logo there. Yeah. yeah, they're basically like pointing out that all of the charities who are um, who are campaigning against plastic reduction are not speaking up about the fishing industry. Yeah. Everyone except Sea Shepherd, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, because they're so proactive out there having fucking firefights. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, the fact that no one's really speaking up and he identified this one particular parent organisation which controlled the Dolphin Safe label that goes on tuna cans. There's a very awkward interview with a guy who's clearly said, oh, it's going to look incriminating if I reject this interview and say, no, I don't want to, so I'll do it. But he's sitting there kind of like watery-eyed, jittery, like, oh, my God. And the whole interview goes exactly as you'd think, where he's like, so how can you say it's dolphin safe? And he's like, well, we can't, basically. So why are you putting them on the tins? Well, basically, companies, um, you know, we have blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's just like, he's got nothing. No reason, and it's just a complete farce. And then they find out that the same parent organisation that owns that also owns one of the biggest anti-plastic sort of charities in America, um, who are also not saying a single word about the fishing industry, which obviously subsidises the other Dolphin Safe branch of their business. And it's all kind of... Again, political and connected. Yeah. But there was basically Surf Rider logo came up in amongst maybe 10 others on the screen where it just says... You know, he's like, it's very conspicuous that on none of these charities' websites Mm. or homepages they mention the fishing industry. And he's sort of, it's a crazy story, actually. Mm. Yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to seeing it. I just kind of heard when I, because I heard a few people say, like, they, you know, diss Surfrider for not doing anything about the fishing industry, which, that going back to what we were talking about of like talking people down or whatever, I'm like,
0: he's telling people what not to do.
1: Well, and it's, but it's like, it's, it's, kind of calling us out for it's like man do you know how fucking hard we work like we're doing all this other stuff it's like we're all doing different things Mm. like we're pretty damn busy with trying to end fossil fuels and you know putting like not not allowing inappropriate developments up and down the coast and kind of like it just kind of when i heard that i was like oh that's not really helpful what i think you know like i just think it's it's one of those things of like just because you're not, you know, like just calling people out for not being perfect and it's like, well, no one's perfect. Yeah that, yeah. that was just my, but again, I haven't seen it yet, so I'd like to kind of see it. And I
0: expect you'd probably react the same way that I did. Like, because you're, I mean, I'm being very charitable to myself there, pretending like I have the same amount of commitment to a man just running up and down the coast constantly barking <laughs> about <laughs> surf riding paddle outs and shit. But No, no, no. But yeah, like I'm already at the conclusion I think they were trying to get the viewer to, which is like, hey, Fucking wake up, like yeah. this is important, and this is hu- and like, yeah. yeah, and I think that it's got a valuable um, narrative in that regard. But for me personally, yeah. I was sort of, yeah. I mean, I don't like, eat too much you, fish anyway, yeah, and I probably won't eat that much more after sand. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> maybe it's just
1: got you over the line, for that yeah. Matter. Well, that, that is one thing that oh, it always shits me when you hear people that, like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm vegetarian, but I still eat fish, and I'm like, why, you know, like if you're going to be vego for environmental reasons, like the ocean is in just as much, if not more trouble. Mm. And it's just like, it's like even more critical to our lives than even the Amazon, you know, like the amount of carbon, it's a carbon sink, it creates, you know, there's just all this kind of stuff. Like, have you heard of the term
0: freegan? No, I only got introduced to it the other day. Yeah, go on. Because I find dietary labels really unhelpful. Like, I just
1: I find them hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious just, and you you know, really fucking. And we've unhelpful. just made, It's like, oh yeah, here's a box to jump into. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like,
0: exactly. Because we don't have enough of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to be flexitarian. It's like, no, that just means you don't eat meat much. You yeah, know? like, yeah, cool. Yeah. It just, you know, like, yeah. who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Why are you announcing like, this like, on Facebook? Why is it a thing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, freegan is is like vegan except for food that's free, which is something that actually resonated with me because I went vegan for like 18 months or so just to see how it went. Yep. Um, but in that stage, like I couldn't tolerate sitting out to dinner with people, for example, and then there's food getting cleared and there's still meat on the table. I'm like, well, what? no, no, no. I'll yeah, eat that definitely. Like, yeah. what are you
1: talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy for that to go in the bin. Well, I had a really interesting one because I, I was the same. I'm, I'm vegetarian, so not not. I haven't gone... I'm going to hold you to that now. I'm going to watch every single thing you yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to scrutinise it, man. I will. <laughs> and I will announce it to the
0: people yeah, that are around the, us. He ate a chip and
1: I think he oh, had chicken salt Oh, wait, is that cheese? A, yeah. Sorry, Damo, so is that cheese? I don't know. Can you I eat that, can you? I eat cheese. I can't, mate. I grew up in France, you know, so I'm like the cheese thing. I'm like, fuck, I just love it. You yeah, know, cheese and yeah. a little glass of red is always well, nice. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, getting back to like that that thing of that, what is it called? Fregan? Fregan, Fregan I was the same. I remember, again, I can't remember. I tend to have a little lapses of memory since my um, brain injury. But someone told me this. It's close to me. I can't remember who. But, uh, yeah, there were, there, I was like, yeah, but, you know, same thing. I was like, so if I'm vegetarian, but if someone doesn't finish their chicken parmi, because I used to love chicken mm. parmi, isn't it more sustainable for me to eat that so that it doesn't go into the tip which then, you know, like, which then obviously blows, you know. Me pain, blah, you blah, need blah, to go up and blah. get food elsewhere. And, yeah. The whole lot. And they went, yes, but also being a vegetarian, not eating that is also, it's more than just the food in that day. It's people watching you, and there is that side of it where it's like, you know, oh, if there's more and more people becoming vegetarian and vegan around you. It's like this kind of, hey, come and join us kind of thing. It's right. Like, if more and more people around in your community, are becoming vegetarian and saying no altogether yeah it's, it goes back to the, the meat the meat and the, the supermarket kind of thing yeah the less people that demand that meat, the less they're going to produce which meant, you know the more vegetarian options we're going to have and whatever so yeah when it is there there's just this other and I told you, I was pissed off when I heard this I was like, God damn it that makes sense like if you've got you know but particularly if you've got a little bit of a platform or whatever or people look at you know look to you or respect you or whatever it's like by going like no no I'm not going to eat that half a chicken parmy, it's like, you know, it's still kind of showing like, no, I'm a veggie because it's the right thing to do. And then it it changes the narrative of the people around you as well. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just
0: think about myself in that situation. I just like crack into it and start talking with my mouth full about why this is a better thing than just going in the bin. Yeah. yeah. But I completely get what you're saying. But it's
1: kind of the, I don't know, because then it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The dietary thing's so annoying though. Like
0: I remember making the mistake of like telling people about it because my dietary habits changed really radically like overnight after I watched Cowspiracy like
1: years
0: ago and whatever and I was like, right, that's it. i got to do it overnight and then stuck to it and then like obviously you evolve. You just keep changing. No one's like stagnant and so... I was learning what's good for myself, what sort of situations I'm going to get in. If there's going to be half a palmie, am I going to eat it? What's the go? Yep. And then there's certain people who just like never let it go. And I think it might be like another fear-based like insecurity where it's like, well, well, Rose has made it known that he's... Vegan. Whoa, 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 there's milk in there, mate. Hey, there's milk yeah. in there. Are you alright? I didn't know that you were having milk. Are you having yeah. milk now? Yeah. It's like, hey, I was actually having a conversation with somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. it's a Saturday night. Yeah. Why are we cool. well, why am yeah. I drinking milk? But yeah. also like <laughs> <laughs> why we you know what I mean? Like drop milk. Like, <laughs> but like it's just in one of these social situations where it's like that's such an antisocial thing to do to suddenly point a finger and Call start making out. commentary about someone else's dietary they,
1: oh, yeah and that's kind of it, it is to an extent it's it's such a it's a fine balance isn't it because yeah. like i'm also i go back like because the diet i'm like yep each to their own listen you want to do whatever you want that's that's fine those carnivore diets
0: they man i'm i've got a hard no, time getting on board with that <laughs> it's pretty it's, it's, it's pretty hardcore hard just
1: to hear about it like <laughs> Really? You just pretty much just eat steak all day. Like, Everybody, so.
0: Everyone who says it as well is like, yeah, and then, you know, uh, about a week in, you just start having fucking gnarly diarrhea. I'm like, wow, that sounds like your body is really enjoying it then. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. Like, yeah. sounds like things are supposed to, yeah. working yeah. out are supposed to be like,
1: what are you talking about? Fully, A yeah, Like, yeah. yep, yep, everything's all right here. But I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Need to be within uh, two <laughs> metres of a toilet at all times <laughs> yeah. though, but... Uh... I carry my
0: own toilet paper yeah. around. And, um,
1: yeah.
0: well, <laughs> Otherwise... Wearing a
1: diaper right now, like. (laughs) yeah yeah uh yeah that one that's definitely an interesting one like the the carnival there but listen each to their own like you know even like my 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 partner she she's she's from the states and she came over so she's got you know the american diet of like just it was a thing it was like they a huge amount of meat over there you Mm. know and then when she moved in with us and i've never ever pushed i'm just like listen i don't eat meat you know, and I, here's, here's where I have to go. And she just, she kind of just took it on and she still eats meat here and there. And I, I've never once pressured her or given her shit or whatever, because it's like, do whatever you want. Mm. But she's, over the last kind of 18 months, she's kind of really adopted this predominantly veg life, you know, and, and even then, probably another step of not much dairy or, or any of that. Um, and she feels so much better for it. That's you. it. That's like, the other one.
0: It's not even about, looking after the climate or, the, or nature or whatever. It's about like looking after yourself. Yeah. And like one, I noticed that once I started to stabilize my, you know, my intake of certain things and actually pay attention to how they made me feel, yeah. the diet that I landed on just purely from how I was going to feel the best is pretty much like the most sustainable diet I could design anyway. And yep. it's just like, oh, funny that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because it goes back to, again, it's like we've been thinking. It's so
0: almost like I was an animal just designed to eat certain things yeah. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. this one place is providing you.
1: That needs to listen to its body to go, oh, I like this. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, working yeah. for me and not. Oh, I've got diarrhea. I better oh, not eat oh, that oh, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it is. It's an interesting thing to look at, like where we've got this. And I used to be there. I'm like, Meat three times a day. It's not a meal yeah. without meat, you know? Yeah, it's me like, too. man, that is not a health like we were not created that way. Like, oh, but we used to have meat, you know, when we we're running around chasing whatever, gazelles and whatever back in Africa. It's like, yeah, do you know how hard it is to run and chase down a gazelle? Yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. like you're not doing that three times a day and you know, yeah. like it's it's this kind of and we're yeah, running around, obviously a lot more healthy rather than sitting at our computers for ten hours a day. Yeah, than yeah. sitting in traffic for another two and Getting home and sitting on the couch, you know. Like. We're so
0: lucky in Australia as well with kangaroo. Yeah, it's like one of the healthiest, leanest red meats that you can possibly get. You can get it minced, so you can make a bolognese out of it. You can get sausages that don't yep. taste that different on a barbecue. It's just like the most amazing meat source ever. Yeah, and it's all wild harvested, effectively.
1: And there's not really any shortage of them mm, because right now, absolutely, <laughs> it's yeah, kangaroos are everywhere. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, and that's where I sometimes I do look at it and go would I go back to eating meat? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, because then there's also the, you know, crew that go and hunt deer. Mm. And it's like, well, they're an invasive species and they're actually destroying the ecosystems and forests. So...
0: And the chain of consumption is so direct. Yeah. You know, it's just like...
1: It's you to... Hit no middleman. There's, yeah, there's no transport. There's no you know, anything like that. It's just mm. you're doing it all yourself. And and that's, again, where people go, oh, no, you can't go and shoot the deer. And it's like, you know, that's so... it's. So the people saying don't shoot the brumbies,
0: like John Barillaro. It's like, hey, dude, you know that they're not supposed to be out there, right?
1: And they're, if they're fucking up the rest of the place, yeah, you know, which they
0: definitely are. Yeah, yeah,
1: like it's you know same as feral cats. I mean, for me, I'm like oh, feral cats or cats in general. I'm not a huge fan of yeah. like when they're killing over a billion native animals a year, mm. you know what I mean? Like that shit's, that's hectic, you know? Mm. So, but they're cute. Yeah, yeah, they're cute and they're fine. They're yeah. just doing their thing and it's like, man, put a damn bell on that thing, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, or yeah. a cowbell, you know? Get, get a dog. D- <laughs> or get a dog, We'll get a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's my, but like cats, oh, I don't know. no, actually, no, I don't like them. Don't like <laughs> them?
0: I've only learned cats recently as like, as if as if it was an activity, but like I've only yeah. really started to understand how cats work. Just I've been around a few sort of by accident. They're not mine, but just yeah. I've gotten to understand why people like them. I don't really necessarily like them myself yeah. and I'm pretty allergic to them actually. Um, <laughs> I can
1: see why you wouldn't like them. Yeah. Then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. There's something weirdly, is it, like sadism or something where people who love to be hated or what, like, because cats are kind of, like, really good at hating you. And yeah, you
1: know, yeah, oh, they are. I don't know. But it's
0: something about the gratification of finally getting the
1: affection from the cat yeah. or whatever when, it is. When they're ready, I don't know. I yeah. i uh, obviously I'm not like that. It's like the, 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 the kind of eternal love of a dog. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, more like, especially out in the bush with, like, how destructive they are.
1: Oh, There's think- that bloke
0: on Ki in South Australia who's like made a whole life out of killing feral cats, and oh, I read right. a, a news article about him, and he just goes out and his whole house is just strung up with these like cat skins that he's and he like wears like wears them all, and he's just okay. this. You had me at first.
1: I was like, this guy sounds cool. No, he he's like, off the deep end, right. man. He's way <laughs> off the deep end. But like,
0: but he's doing this amazing service to Kangaroo Island where. Yeah. It's this, like, finite ecosystem that is being ravaged by feral cats. Yep. And he's just, like, taking things into his own taking hands.
1: hands. He's like, oh, I need a new oh. jacket. He's so. like, yeah, he's like, I don't like them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're shit.
1: Yeah, well, they are. I don't know. I just see them as... But it, and it kind of goes back to this, like... like, it, it, And it's, it's hard, because it's so multi-layered, this whole environmental thing, and what's the right thing and what's not, and then you have animal rights, you know? And it's mm. like, well, yeah, as individuals, animal rights, but then... You know, it's like, well, you shoot the cat. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's, that's mean to do that. You know, it's like, yeah, but isn't it mean to allow them to kill over a thousand cats, uh, sorry, um, native
0: Bilbies animals. or whatever. Yeah, 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 bilbies
1: and, you know, um, snakes and birds and kind of whatever. You're like, that That in itself. So it's kind of this hard thing of like the world that you, you kind of have this, the world of like, oh, who gives a shit? Or then you have the world of, oh, no, we need to save everything for everything. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, actually, you know, like the world isn't just this happy little rainbow unicorn world of like, that's what... There's heaps of death out there. It's what it is. It's life and death. pretty much all it is. That's all it is. And like, and here we are again in that sense, and we're all trying to play God, you know, like, oh no, now we just don't want to kill anything. And it's like, well, we kind of have to, because we've made the mess now. So we're going to have to live with the consequences, Yeah, 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 like...
0: Playing God's a really interesting way of putting it. That's pretty much like. That's what we do. That's what we do, yeah. Always. Each in our own little world. Yep. It's just designing our own control over every little bit and then freaking out when we realise we don't actually have the control.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. When a big storm we're not God. When, when the planet just kind of goes, uh uh-uh, uh, step aside. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But I, I look at that all the time. I drive around. I've been, <clears throat> reading a fair bit about um, like indigenous cultures around Australia. Um, Have you read um, Dark Emu? Yeah, Dark Emu is a That's good a one. That's a shocking book, eh? Hey? Yeah. Like, amazing book, amazing. but like
0: such a it, it, gut-wrenching it, thing know. to read, yeah.
1: The other one, you want a real gut-wrenching yeah. one, is Blood on the Wattle. Have you heard of Blood that? Blood on the Wattle, no. Oh man, it's the massacres and maltreatment of Aboriginal people since oh, 1788. God. And the guy pretty much he puts together all the documentation from first explorers around sydney and then as the first front you know the frontier explorers or whatever they call them like went out of sydney and started going west and then south and then north and it's gut wrenching does it have stuff in there about the queensland native
0: mounted police yeah that yeah, is the most amount, that is the most actually. fucked up thing yeah. i learned last year yeah. like i read a piece of fiction that was actually based around that as the truth. Yep. But I had no idea that that existed, and it was just the darkest thing. Like, for anybody listening who doesn't know what it is, it's the it was, like, late 19th century or something. It ran all the way up to 1907 uh, mid, or something. Yeah,
1: mid. It would have been... Even 1850s early, it would have to been like, yeah, yeah. 1907
0: or something. Yeah, yeah. Queensland basically conscripted, conscripted, not enlisted, but yeah. conscripted like captive Aboriginal people from Victoria and New South Wales to help them track down and hunt Aboriginal people in Queensland.
1: And fed them full of booze and kind of tried to turn it like, you know, yeah. Yeah,
0: play sort of tribal warfare against one another just to help because who better to hunt the natives than other natives. And it was just like when I read that, I read it in this fiction and I was like, no way is that based. Is this real? And then I typed in and then I did all this research, which was hard, by the way, because that stuff's not that available for you to find out. You have to no, want to no, know that because stuff. according
1: to my education back at school, Captain Cook stepped onto Australia, shook hands with the Aboriginals and went, wow, this is cool, can we join? The, you noble, know, like, the noble man. Yeah, it was all good, you know, yeah. and then we just kind of, yeah, it's like, it, it's amazing to look at the bullshit we've been fed like
0: it's as far as breaking down the word history into his story yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like that's his story yeah
1: that it fully is yeah yeah it really is like because you do you look at the truth behind what's happened and it makes so much more sense you know when you start reading i i really for, for blood all, on the, all the listeners out there yeah blood on the wattle is it's it was and i was doing it while i was doing a road trip up the coast and reading about all these areas and it just broke my heart So yeah, yeah. just hear, just, yeah, the, the massacres that went on, you know, and yeah. it wasn't the thing, In like the Aboriginals fought back, you know, oh, you yeah. had a crack that They really did. But obviously it was like, you know, they, they, Throw a spear and kill one white person, so then they'd come then the white people would just come in and just and they wouldn't even care. It's not like they'd look for the person who was mm. guilty. They'd just go in and just decimate fifty people. Yeah. Men, women, children, whatever, you know, like raping and kind of justified just, retribution, whatever bullshit. Yes. And then yeah. what happened was um, you had the Mile Creek massacre that happened. Where, because again, the bullshit of like policies were saying you're not allowed to kill Aboriginals for, for for no reason. You can only you know go for it. You know you can only um, kill in retribution and find the guilty person. Blah blah blah. And right. all this. But then they were going through and just massacring everyone. And finally, mm-hmm. finally, a judge in New South Wales um, found these eight people guilty, right, of massacring this 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 whole tribe which then led to this like, kind of no talk across the, the country of like, if you go and do anything like, cause it used to be publicized in newspapers and mm. stuff, you know, and then it got to a point after that, where everyone just shut up and everyone just went like, so we actually don't know how many people, how many, you know, Aboriginals got massacred or, you know, there's so many accounts out there that we wouldn't know about, mm. you know, like, so it's it's this really sad thing where all of a sudden it was just this like, shh, don't tell kind of, Policy but yeah. from, from the outback crew, so and
0: not even don't tell. Like all, a lot of the explorer journals were defaced and kind of like removed from the narrative to make sure that there was no actual recount. I mean, that was a lot of dark. Emu, was original explorer diaries detailing that there were you know, communities of up to 15,000, 20,000 people oh, yeah. in sedentary lifestyles who were, you know, tilling the land and had existing yep. sort of civilization. It was civilization yep. at a capital C. Yep, yep, and yep. we're just, it's so inconvenient to the hunter-gatherer narrative to acknowledge that, yep. that those, those diaries were sort of very intentionally obfuscated from, yep. from the past.
1: Absolutely. And then there's another book uh, called the, uh, what was this, the Greatest Estate on Earth, and there's all these first-hand accounts, same thing. First-hand accounts of goes not so much the, the cultivation or anything, but the, the, there's first-hand accounts of the first explorers going, wow, this land is like an English gentleman's park that's manicured and blah, yeah. blah, 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 because they, they had it now. They were doing all the Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, that the, no, wasn't an accident. Fires, it oh, didn't they, just grow that way. No, 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 because no, if yeah. you, you look at it the way that it is now, where you see this deep kind of like all the forests and stuff, and you're like... I'm now looking at our whole country in a completely different way, Driving up and down the coast. And all I keep thinking, like I even did it the other day, I was in Yamba up on the the north coast in New South Wales and looking at at the big rock wall out there. And I was just like looking at that, just going like, wow, actually between Yamba and Iluka, like it's a huge rock wall that goes out. Like, this would have just been a big river inlet. I wonder what it would have been like. I actually wonder what the waves would have been like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I always look at, like, imagine the Gold Coast 200 years ago before anyone came along, like, all those headlands. That's all I keep picturing when I drive around Australia where I'm like, what would this have been like? Yeah. You know, before it was either farmland or, you know, like, imagine the northern beaches. Yeah, do you well, there's what a would like? there's a there's a piece of
0: art in um, New South Wales Art Gallery in the Antiquities Department from I think 180 something, like really early, mm. and it's of Manly looking to Cabbage Tree Bay. You can see Shelley. I've got I've got a, I'll show you afterwards. So I've got a picture yep. on my phone of it because it just like took my breath away. I was like, because oh, that's a view that I know so well, but it was. No scrub cascading down to the bush. There was no boardwalk. There was no yachts. There was no nothing. It was just like raw. Yep. And it took my breath away. Yeah. And I'm the same. I'm like always wondering,
1: like, what did this used to look like? For sure. Yeah. And it would have been, and again, then you put on top of that, the you know, the whole, the information from Dark Emu and the greatest estate on earth and all of this stuff of like, they had this joint sorted. It was. It was <laughs> like, this
0: was Eden. This is the Garden of Eden. It was like yeah. you know,
1: plenty for. And then, then you go into this. You know, there was a, an analogy of like uh, a rich man that a rich man that sees a fishing a fisherman laying on the beach next to his fishing boat, and he's got a couple of fish there, and he's laying back, and he goes up to the fisherman, and he goes, "Well, why aren't you out fishing?" And he said, "Because I've caught enough for the day." He's like, "But why don't you go out and catch more?" why would I do that? Well, because then you'd be able to catch more, which means you could sell more, which means that you could buy another boat, which means that you could catch more, which means that you could sell a whole bunch more and then you could make more money and then you could have more boats. And then the fisherman goes, and then what? And he goes, and then you can retire and relax. And he goes, what do you, what do you think I'm doing now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It's the exact same. It's like,
0: amazing. It's the exact same as like, you know, emails make our life easier. Well, no, well, phones now make we have to, email easier. It's not as easy as not having email.
1: Because now it's like we have to answer all these emails. Yeah. I and mean, you've got 40 yeah. emails, you, you're connected. And you know, because I know that I've got my phone on me most of the day. If people don't answer, you kind of go, I'm like, what's going on? Because I know everyone has their phone on them. Yeah. So that, the pressure of continuously working and this rat race, and you look back to indigenous cultures all over the world, and you're like, like maybe they had it sorted. We're all working our asses off to the age of now, well, I don't even know what the retirement age is now in Australia, 67 or I'm whatever pretty it sure is. it's
0: illegal to retire now. i yeah. pretty sure you have to. Like once you want to retire, they send you to the mines or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure, but... Yeah, well, it,
1: it wouldn't surprise me. There's yeah. some new policy coming out. Like, yeah, yeah. Some liberal masterpiece. Yeah. Marketing, yep. But it, it's that sense of like, yeah what are we doing here? We, we're supposedly the the civilized people and you know blah blah yeah, blah blah, blah civilized. That, you know like it's just this bullshit narrative again yeah. of, and now here we are all turning around starting to go back to the natural ways and realizing that natural remedies are better and that we need to take our time and have a life work balance mindfulness. And, you know mindfulness like
0: we've got this new age name for this very basic function of our brains which is to focus on what we're doing yeah (laughs) and we've gotten so
1: bad at it that like we've now now had had to to name it and make magazines about it and (laughs) And you now have to subscribe for 200 dollars a month to go to some place to make sure that you've got your little bit of mindfulness (laughs) every day like yeah exactly that's i do love that with surfing hey where you know people talk about yeah mindfulness and being in the present moment it's just enforced Mate, when you're on a wave, yeah, there's no, you cannot be any more in the present moment as when yeah. you're in the, on a wave. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. when you're going along and then you're flying along that wall, you're not thinking about, you know, what bills you have or haven't paid yeah. or, you know, whether you answer that email, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it, I think,
0: that, yeah, I think of myself as a meditation rookie because I need some sort of framework like surfing to plunge me into the present where I'm not good at getting there by myself like some people yeah. can just sit down cross their legs
1: yeah. mm,
0: whatever I'm, yeah. now I'm meditating yeah. but like I find it really helpful to be forced into those moments by well I can't take a phone out into the surf even if I wanted to yeah and then once you're up and riding if I'm thinking about my emails I'm going to kook it I'm going to bog a rail or I'm going to miss a section or whatever oh, yeah. same as like riding this thing there's no brakes on it if I don't concentrate I'll die yeah <laughs> cool like <laughs> simple as yeah, yeah. and it's just like, it's just like I, I need that to just force me into that presence
1: yeah.
0: of mind because I feel like it's just not native anymore it used no. to be all we did and now it's so not native to me anymore that I need all of these different activities and like instruments to help me get into that headspace well you do
1: we, we all do and that's I'm the same I'm still a bit of a rookie when it comes to kind of meditation and all that I'm Got the headspace, you know the the app, yep, and yep. It's, it's great. But unfortunately, I haven't used it for the last couple of months, you know. But I get into it every now and then, and it is it's good to have that, and it's it, it's important to really go and do that reconnecting. And, and if you can, if you're fortunate enough to be around the ocean and go surfing, then that the yeah that, yeah that, well, that, doesn't doesn't nature just
0: facilitate it, but better than anything, oh, absolutely, like, better than anything. It just it gets all of your senses at any given time, yeah, and yeah, you don't need much to just...
1: Which goes back, back to that, it. again, that, well, of course it does. Because that's yeah. where we were meant to be. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. And all this, everything around us is this, like, it's all a facade and it's just, it's all man-made. And yeah. it's not where we're meant to be. Like, hey, I'm, you know, happy that I'm not, again, running around, you know, on the, living in caves or anything. But it's it's still nice to reconnect, and actually, it's, it's not even nice to reconnect. It's critical. Essential. It's yeah. essential to, to to reconnect, you know. And that's again why I go go back to why with Surfrider Foundation, why I work for Surfrider Foundation. You know, is that I I know that every single one of us has a responsibility to look after our planet mm. and to look after our oceans because of everything that it's given us, mm. and it's there. To, to to keep us alive you know where and, and i look at the ocean as something and surfing it was like it's not just the act of actually taking off and yes that that mindfulness and that that kind of cruising on a wave is amazing yeah. but everything else that it, it brings as well is kind of it's also it's it's reflective and symbolic of life you yeah know? Mm-hmm. of like it teaches you humility and patience and it teaches you about the natural environment and it forms relationships with people and, you know, there's all of this stuff and yeah. it's given you everything. It's, you know, it's washed off a hard day's work for you. You sound
0: like you're describing God, man. If you don't mind me dropping the G-bomb again.
1: Well, like, it, it, it is in a sense. Like I always say, like Bells for me is my church. church. I, yeah. I've sat out there so many times. Like the the amount of surreal experiences, people would pay Hundreds of dollars for some of the stuff that I've seen and done out of Bells. Bet, like, and just sitting there with, like, you know, the huge red cliffs behind me, I've had whales jumping out, dolphins, you know, rainbows coming out. And this is all in one surf. Mm. I remember seeing it once where it was just, I was by myself out of Bells. Really? couldn't believe it. it was this late one afternoon sitting around. I was like, somebody's looking after me right yeah, now yeah, or something. Yeah. You know, it's just like, ah, oh, this is just. You know, and looking back to the fight for the bite, I used to sit out when I when I you know when I had time to go surfing, which I made sure that I had to because you've got to go out and enjoy the things that you're trying to save. Yeah. You know? And I used to driving along Great Ocean Road or Bells or whatever, and I'd be looking at it going like, "Fuck! Imagine this place with oil lapping up on this coast." Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's mind blowing, and I was yeah. like, "How?" And it's like it's happened. It's happened before, you yeah. know. You just got to go to the Gulf of Mexico, like. That shit destroyed the Gulf of Mexico, yeah, you know? Yeah, And it's one of those things of looking after it and go, so looking around and going like, how could you not want to look after this? When, yeah. it's, when it's given us so much, not just as surfers, but even for the very oxygen we breathe, mm. you know, mm. like is in some way coming from the ocean, you know? like. Yeah, And that's going back to now, like we've got Pep 11 that's that's, that's out off the coast between Sydney and Newcastle, which is still... I'm still blown away coming up here how little people know about it you know yeah. like around this area the amount of people I'm like oh you know Pep 11 and people are like no what's that I'm like they're trying to drill for oil and gas off the coast of Sydney and people are like what
0: yeah I remember wearing the t-shirt you gave me in the week after you gave it to me and all these people are like what's Pep 11 yeah is that a show or something or is that, is that a reference from a show or something and yeah like what no no no
1: it's, it's like oil rigs on the horizon <laughs> yeah like, like it's it's coming <laughs> People are like, what? And that's what there, People are like, what? No, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Like how with the audacity of a company and the government to come to the most populated coastline in Australia, along the northern beaches, all through the central coast of Newcastle, to have that entire stretch, and they're going to put our, our, all of our communities at risk. Yeah. And for what? Yeah. You know? And then they tell us, oh, we need to have domestic gas security says the biggest exporter of gas in the world. Right, right. <laughs> Fuck. What? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. What? We need to we, Oh, we need to ensure gas security. Cool. Let's Get those fuckers the- that are going and exporting all of our gas. Get them to keep a little bit for Australia. How's that sound? Oh, but we can't let that because that's where the capitalism, they have every right to go and push it offshore. It's like, well, no, let's put a restriction on it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, cool, go and make money, but let's make sure that we're looking after us as well without having to go and open up on the East Coast. The first, this is going to be the first and only oil and gas field. And I say oil because they, the beach, uh, sorry, not beach energy, that's another fight we've got down at the Alway Basin. Busy um, B, yeah, BPH and Advent Energy are saying that there is a chance there might be oil as well. So it's kind of like, they, they, I've read it in one of their own statements, you know, yeah. so it is predominantly gas. But they're also, you know, if they happen if to find oil, yeah, and
0: they must be pretty confident. There'd be something there.
1: out there, you know. They're definitely, yeah. here, you know. So to, to think of that is just like, really, you're going to put all of our all of our communities at risk because you have got some deals with some of the other gas companies, and they're all exporting off 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 the you know over to other countries, and then we're also buying it back. You know, it's just yeah. kind of this mind blowing thing, and it, which goes back to again, capitalism isn't completely evil, but fuck, we gotta, we gotta do something here, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. It's again, you can't fuck over the environment or our communities, you know? So I've been racking my brain trying to rationalize
0: on behalf of basically Pep 11 or somebody yep. in position to push the green light on a project like that. Yep. And I've been like, basically trying to give the politicians benefit of the doubt that they know shit that I don't. Yep. And I'm sure that's true to some extent. I'm sure it's not as true as, like, my most exaggerated imagination of it Mm -hmm. as far as, like, there being some conspiracy that the world might end if they don't sell all of our fossil fuels overseas or something like that. But I basically try and, like, I haven't successfully done this, by the way. I I was waiting. (laughs) I was waiting. waiting. All right, you found something. No, 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 I haven't. But, like, the closest I've gotten is thinking, okay, if they... Because I, re- I read stories about these outrageous fossil fuel projects and then I read stories about $270 billion missile contracts for our defence. Yep. And I'm like, okay, these things are happening at the same time. Is it maybe that the people making these decisions think that they're making them because they're giving Australia economic security, which translates to actual security if World War III breaks out or something like that? And I know that that's like, it's a very simplistic imagination of it. But it's literally to try and make myself less depressed about it. I, because I, I'm like, otherwise it
1: just doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, like, no, I, it's I, 2021. I, I sit there, I do the same thing sometimes with politicians. Where I'm like, I'd love to get into their minds just for a day to look at like, do they genuinely think that they're doing the right thing? Mm. You know, I think that's what you're kind yeah, of saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, are, are, exactly. They, are they actually genuine in their thoughts of like no we do need domestic gas security or is it some bullshit line are they that evil that and, and that corrupted and that kind of far off and and so deep in uh, in these fossil fuel companies pockets yeah and i i don't i don't know i, I think we just
0: can't it, know eh? we
1: can't know for sure yeah you know it's probably a little bit of both yeah but i just think like
0: I guess if you got that deep, you would start to tell yourself that you're doing the right thing, and then you would start to genuinely It's probably a slippery slide, yeah. But yeah, like, it's corrupted yeah. by the fact that you were already in the pocket to start with.
1: Yeah, and it's probably them kind of looking at all of us and kind of going, oh, they're just fear-mongering, it won't be that bad, and, you know, like, yeah. I think Keith Pitt said something like, oh, the, the oil well's only going to be the size of a, di- a dinner table. It's not going to be huge, and it's like,
0: what? does what? that have to do with What does that
1: got to do with like, <laughs> It's still, like, if something goes wrong, like, I'm pretty sure, again, going back to the Gulf of Mexico, there wasn't a huge hole, but you couldn't plug it up. Yeah. You know, and it was millions, yeah, that's also, hundreds that's of That's a concerning
0: thing to say, to imagine a hole the size of a dinner table out to sea just leaking oil. Gushing just gushing out. Just gushing out. That's a massive part.
1: Yeah, part. and the other thing that people, I, I think this is their, their, they've moved on to gas now, as the the big kind of like, you know, the gas-led recovery and Natural all that. Natural gas. Natural gas. Right that. It's natural gas. Like no, well, technically, I guess it all is natural. Natural coal, right? You know, it's all natural coal, natural oil, natural gas, like natural uranium. You know,
0: it's the cleverest, most sinister greenwashing of all, calling it natural gas.
1: And they've gotten away with it for a long, long time. And I think that's where you probably. it's like, oh, what, what, what would a gas leak look like underwater? Maybe it'd just be some cute little bubbles, just blah 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 yeah, blah blah blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah blah up into the yeah. surface, and it's like, well, no, because wherever you find gas, there is whether or not it's sellable oil, but you have a mixture of different, a mixture of different gases and a mixture of different fossil fuels, and kind of like, so it's going to come up as like toxic sludge, and it's gonna, it's, <laughs> it's gonna fuck everything up, really. And then the other thing for me is like, it's not even necessarily about a spill. Talk to anyone in California, and that's where my partner's from, like. You talk to, to 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 her about it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you just kind of have tar balls that just kind of wash up onto the beach." Excuse me, tar balls. That that's just from production. Like it's just kind of like production spills, like just oh, different, like, a volleyball different, like made it's just like... sludge, kind of like maybe not necessarily volleyball, but like, or maybe some of them are if they, you know, if they kind of sw- swirl around long enough. So but I know like, we've
0: got fat balls. There's heaps in Vico yep. from whatever the shipping channels or whatever the yep. water.
1: You get that? Get that's, well, that's and that's there. It's like it's not some clean drill where nothing yeah. is getting out. Yeah. You're going to have operational spills. You know, like. So when you talk to, I remember talking to the pro surfer Lakey Peterson about it yeah. during the fight for the bite and she was just like, oh yeah, it's gross. You get oil all over your board and the wax and oh, stuff like that. Oh, have like, it's, it's Really? I've got, yeah, like that's the thing. It's wow. Not, I feel so ignorant for not knowing no, that. No, but, but, so. but it does. Yeah, that's now. I was like, oh, really? Okay. And then it's like, it makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah, you go and drill, you're going to have a little bit of spillage, you know. Wow. But then you have the, the fact that the different, organi- the different companies, you have um, recordable spills and reportable yeah. spills.
0: Yeah, how bad does it need to be before it hits the press? You know,
1: like, yeah. and what's a couple of litres? You know, maybe it's not that much, but if you're doing that every few days or every day or whatever it is, like, yeah. it does add up, you know, and then if you've got one rig, five rigs, ten rigs out there, you know, yeah. and then, well, if, if Sydney's open uh, open up for grabs... Then let's go up a little bit further. Let's go out front of Coffs Harbour. Maybe we'll go in Byron Bay. We'll go, let will drill the Great, the Great Barrier Reef, Straight really. up to the Reef, yeah. Well, we might as well. It's in know. good nick. I yeah, think it can yeah, take, yeah, another yeah, for yeah, it team, take another one the it could take another one. Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the other scary thing is this PEP 11 thing is like, if Sydney and Newcastle aren't safe, right. then where, where it is? Where is? Like, in 2021, when the rest of the world is moving away from fossil fuels... And here are these cowboys out there going like, "No, nah, she'll be right," mm. you know. Just don't worry about it. You won't see it from the beach, so you're all good. And it's like, well, first of all, yeah, maybe maybe from the beach you won't see it, but I'm not sure if anyone's seen the northern beaches recently. But they've got these kind of decent sized headlands, <laughs> you yeah, know, if like your apartment
0: blocks here, if and there. your apartment
1: blocks you know, a couple of multi million dollar houses, which. For anyone who has one of those huge houses on the I just saw today around Newport and stuff, like yeah. you might be looking at oil rigs pretty soon or gas rig pretty yeah, soon as well.
0: Those people know about it.
1: Palm Beach, you know, like all of those crew. That's yeah. gotta bode well though because didn't
0: wasn't that a from what I observed that seemed to be quite a pivotal part of the fight for the bike campaign is the modeling that suggested that elite could get all the way to Sydney and all the way to Perth and yep. people were
1: like whoa, yeah, whoa yeah, hold on yeah well, it's going to happen in my backyard yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to be affected yeah and I'm going to make some kind of change yeah there it is that's exactly <laughs> it you know and and I think that 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 was a huge one. The spill forecast modelling, which was from Equinor themselves, mm. and it was it didn't quite get to Perth. So but it's about like,
0: as conservative as it could possibly. It probably be. was it's coming from the perpetrators. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And it went. It didn't get quite to Perth in the west, but it was the southern coast of Western Australia, the entire South Australian coast, entire Victorian coast. It engulfed Tasmania. Mm. You know, or well, just the coast, obviously, um, all the way up New South Wales to Port Macquarie. Wow, that's how far it was going to go up. And yeah. when you look at that stuff, and it, again, that was in the the most, the most highest energy ocean in the world, in the Southern Ocean, mm. you know, like 400 kilometers or 372 kilometers off the coast of South Australia, what could possibly go wrong? Trying to drill down 2.1 kilometers from the surface of the ocean to the seabed, then, then, you, dr- then you go down, right? down another couple of kilometers. Oh my God. And then you're looking out here, and it's like, man, we've got a couple of pretty decent-sized swells here as well, and going to get a few more of them. Going to get, a f-
0: you know, that northeastern yeah. cyclone
1: track just keeps getting more and more intense. And that's it. Like it's kind of, and and again, even even if even if the the, the chance of something happening is minute, if there's any chance at all, when the impacts could be so devastating, so vast, yeah, then that it's not good enough yeah uh, no, you, there's no way there's there's no way this can go ahead
0: there's got to be some human collateral as well I mean the blokes who are in, and, and geez that might have been sexist but I'm pretty sure it would have been blokes out there digging you know 372 k's offshore yeah. like or, or assembling that infrastructure or whatever that's a fucking dangerous job I bet they lose a few lives
1: uh, yeah, well, again, going back to the Gulf of Mexico, they lost, uh, oh, I can't even remember actually. Well, a bunch of people died though? But yeah, yeah. It was, really? multiple, it was 11 people died, I think it was. Yeah, so like, it's, it's interesting that that's not
0: enough for us to be like, well, well let's never do that again yeah, because yeah. aside from having really good alternatives right here in front of us anyway, it's um, a bunch of families it's... are devastated now. Yep. So let's not do that again.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let alone how much the, 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 co- the cost from human lives, animal lives, the environment, um, then the economy of like you devastated the cleanup itself was billions of dollars. Mm. Billions of dollars. And guess what would happen in Australia, particularly with Equinor? I haven't actually checked with PEP 11, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. Like, we end up paying for it as a government. Mm. Taxpayers. So, you know, so we're paying for the cleanup that they've created for them to make money. Yeah. You know, it just well, that's
0: ha- I mean, we're still in the middle of that. Granted, on a on a smaller and potentially more manageable scale. But the, I forgot what the name of the ship was that lost a bunch of containers overboard up off Stockton Bight um, two years ago, or? Oh, no, it was the YM Efficiency. <laughs> Sorry, almost... Where is
1: this, eh? Hey, around off Newcastle? Up uh, on the kind of mid-north thing? coast, yeah, yeah just yeah, above yep, Newy. Yep, 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 I
0: yep. think it was the YM Efficiency lost yep. a bunch of containers overboard. I think it was like 80 or something, and only two of them washed up, or yep. whatever it is. And they're all still out there. Yep. And I think some of them are perforated and leaking, you know, whatever garbage they had inside into the sea, but it's still there. Yeah. And that company hasn't sort of really volunteered to come and do anything. Exactly. I'm not reading about it anymore. I doubt that the government's really sort of hassling them about it because yeah they've uh, got other things it's, on. It's the,
1: and this is <laughs> again with the ocean. Can't it's it. done, it's under there. Yeah. It's fine, you know. Anywhere, We've always but... put our shit in there, so it doesn't matter. Look at it. It's fine. You know it's like, well not anymore. Like, yeah. It's really starting to She's starting to cry out for help. You know? Yeah, and the
0: biggest people that contributed to that cleanup effort were the people who live in Port Stephens and on that Tomaree Peninsula who saw two container loads of debris start washing up in Shoal Bay and Fingal Bay and Stockton and all these places and just got in their utes and did something about it. Yep. And it's not even there. Like I think that's even more valuable than the taxes they pay. Is they actually didn't do something else. And took their own personal resources to go and clean up the problem yeah
1: because why it's the right thing to do because it's the right thing because it's their it's their community you know and, and you have that sense of place of like well we need to look after this place and that's it goes back to everything i always say is that every single one of us myself included you included everyone listening to this you have a responsibility to look after this planet if you are breathing right now, you've got a responsibility. If you've ever made money off the ocean, if you have a business that's around the coast that, that relies on tourism, you have a responsibility. If you're a pro surfer, you have a responsibility. Anyone who's ever swam in the ocean after a hard day's work, yeah. you have a responsibility to give back, period. This is not, a, a, oh, you can help if you want and, you know, to feel good. No, fuck so that. Fucking past I, that. I'm so far behind that. And that's where I was going to say earlier when it was like the whole, everyone can do whatever they want when it comes to eating and what it, your dietary whatever, but at some point in your life or in some aspect of your life, I should say, you got to stand the hell up and help. Yep. And that, that for me, because if you don't, if you've benefited from the ocean in some way, whether it be mental health economically or the breathing factor, which, I think most of us do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have benefited from any of those and you don't give back, well, then you know what? I've come to a bit of a decision that you're probably a bit of a dickhead. Yep. You know what I mean?
0: Like, Well, at the very least, you're taking.
1: Yeah, well, but you're you, you are. Giving. But you're a dickhead. Sorry. You're, you, you're, <laughs> yeah, sorry. you're a dickhead. No, I'm yeah. sorry about really like, dickhead. you know, Or not sorry. It's like... You actually are. It's like you you're you're part of the problem.
0: Yeah, it's a you, fucking choice, isn't it? Like yeah. you're choosing not to at that
1: point. And that's what makes you a dick. You're choosing to walk past that bit of plastic yep. on the bench, You're choosing to not go down to, whether it be a paddle out or join a community group or you know change the soil or whatever the hell it is. And again, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I am, but I do something. And you're taking responsibility for your imperfections as well. Exactly. That's all it is. And I'm right? trying to improve myself every day. I yep. am improving myself. That's another word I take, I'm trying, I'm taking the word trying out of my vocabulary. Nice. It's not about trying to, it's you are doing, whether I'm at a point where I've established or not, I am working on myself and I'm improving myself every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like, like that. And I'm, yeah. Well, I might I, do the same thing actually. That's... I, I learned this thing of like the minute that you say trying, you're allowing yourself the opportunity to, to, to not, to, to, to not. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to not drink for a month. Right, but, but if, if I, I do, I do oh, it's okay. It's all right. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're not drinking.
0: Yeah. Month. Yeah.
1: You know, it, 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 That is. It's a really important. Dude, morning. I love
0: that. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Borrow that if I may. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. More
1: Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, stop that's trying, it. everyone. Stop. You hear this? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just do.
0: <laughs> Just do, man. Just do.
1: But it is, and it, it's funny though when you become aware of how much you say trying, and I, yeah. I've, I've spoken to a lot of people about that, and it's like it makes a lot of sense of like you know. Oh, I'm trying to get people to, you know, I'm trying to get my shop up and running or I'm trying to get people to my event. Yeah. No, you're getting people to your event. You might only have one person now, but you are getting people to your event, you know? Yeah, Or yeah. You, you are losing weight. You might have only lost 200 grams you know, at this point, but you're there, you're getting yep. on your way and you're yep. losing weight. Trying you know?
0: should be a given. Yeah, yeah, go of course you saying. are. If you've done something, it's because you tried to you do tried it. You tried to do it, So you of don't course. need to say that.
1: Yeah, so I'm I doing it. I'm I in the, this, I'm man. in the process of doing it. Yeah, yeah. You've yep. accomplished it, but you're in the process, you know. I love that. So that that for me is like going back to what we were talking about is like I'm I'm by no means perfect, but I'm working on myself and I'm improving every day, every month, every year, you know. I'm a much better person than today, than I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Mm. I really hope that I'm a better person tomorrow than I am today and, and so on you know, in a yep. couple of years. And I hope my kids are better people than I am. You know, because that's the whole point. That's evolution, you know, to become better and better and better and better you know, yeah. and to improve.
0: Especially if you've got skin in the game and, you know,
1: your blood's going to be here longer than you are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's it. Again, it goes back to our responsibility, you know, to, to look after our children, to make sure that they develop into really good humans, mm. uh, uh, you know, and to pass on that legacy. And that goes exactly the same for our environment, you know, yep. is that, again, we have a responsibility. We, we go and enjoy this nature all the time. Well, then give back. And and, I'm, I, and that's where I am actually kind of, I, I lose a little, I'm losing a bit of patience at the moment of, you know, just kind of crew being pretty like, just blase about it. Where I'm mm. just like, no, 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 it's not. Yeah, she'll be saying, right. Yeah, she'll be right. No, oh, she's not. I've got a keep cup that I use every now and I've got, I, I've got a green bag where I've got 30 green bags in my, you know, in my in my drawer, yeah, like
0: I never remember it. Okay,
1: cool. Like that's 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 if that's your level, like man, you got some work to like. We need to all get together and, and be responsible for our own backyard and be responsible for our planet because yeah. we're custodians of this place. We're not. This is we don't own this planet. If anything, all we're doing is looking after it for future generations. Yeah, and we've got to pass that on in yeah. a better state than it is today because at the moment we're going the opposite way. We're, we're destroying where there's another a, a famous quote that um, says we're stealing from the future, selling it in the present, and proudly calling it G- GDP. Wow. Right? It's... Oh, wow. Damn, stealing from me. the
0: future, selling it in the present, calling it GDP. Fuck me.
1: Wow. And that's... It, and then you're like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, Stealing from that, the future. That's a hell of a It's exactly what we're words. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're taking more... yeah then then the earth can replenish. yeah right it's now. that
0: earth overshoot day it's that just gets sure like off. tighter and tighter and now i think in australia it's i think is actually it, is it
1: july june yeah i don't it,
0: think it's too bad compared to some other places i mean it's terrible it yeah. just means we run out of resources for that year six months early yeah but some like some countries are like mid-january yeah. they just run out of what the resources that should be there to sustain that country the year. and we just keep oh, wow, doing I it year on year that, and yeah. it just keeps getting closer and yeah. closer and closer
1: and that's again that is what we're future. doing we are we're stealing from the future playing god and
0: stealing from the future
1: yep. just and that's where it goes back to that this capitalism thing of again not all, not all, not inherently evil but the in the in its current structure it is yeah it needs it doesn't need to be completely disbanded We all go to communism or you know whatever but it needs to be it needs a software update
0: yeah. Where we go, hang on, we've got yeah. to
1: restructure this thing right now because yeah. it's clearly not where we can't keep going the way that we're going, you know? Like and that's that's where we're at now is like we we can't these multinational companies who were the little mum and mum and dad kind of companies that are now like just the coca colas of the world. Yeah, the Coke brothers you know, and yeah. Yeah, like it's just you can't keep going with them going, Oh, we're just trying to make our living it's like, Yeah, you, how many billions do you need? Yeah, you how know? many
0: billions like, do you need? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's like there's amazing philanthropy from people like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and stuff but you're just like, well, you've still got a fair chunk left there, fella. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thank you. Sorry, I don't mean to be like ungrateful. Yeah. Thanks, because I don't have several billion dollars to throw at something, but also... But how big a house do you
1: need? Yeah. Really, like, how yeah, many yeah, jets yeah. do you need? How or just many? how
0: many numbers do you need on the screen? Because yeah. what like, what more is it? And what is it? It's, at that it's level an of addiction
1: world. to... Uh, I don't even know that. It, is, if it's yeah. an addiction or whatever it is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... Yeah. That software update is
0: happening, I think. I love the way that you're phrasing it that way, but it sounds like part of your software update was that experience at Bell's with jumping whales and rainbows and no one around. Like, yep. that's the software update. I've had my versions of it, and it's just like, yeah, I like that as a, as a sort of phraseology of it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, it, it is. Yeah. And that, that's what we all
0: need. Because it's not going to come from anywhere like above. No. Like, no, 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 one, no. We're not responding well to being told what to do or being told that what we're doing right now is bad and no one likes, yeah, that level of sort of yeah. enforcement. It comes from inside and it comes from it your does. own personal and, life. and
1: that sense of community, that we
0: are part of something bigger than just ourselves. And therein lies the, like, that's the, isn't that beauty? Like, that's the most beautiful thing about it is that it's, not, like, comes back to mentally community-wise, it's not even about saving the planet as much as it's about saving ourselves, reconnecting with each other. Absolutely. And, and just, yeah, coming back to this amazing sense of purpose, sense of tribe, sense of inner peace. Yep. And like any, I always say this because I was someone who just went without those things for so long where I felt lost in my own brain, lost in my own crew, and just like, I didn't, I just didn't fucking get it. And then as soon as I had a few of these software updates, and then was like started responding to them, Mm -hmm. I just got given all of these things that you read about in mental health literature that don't make sense until you experience them. But then, you know, you feel the inner peace, and you feel the purpose. And suddenly life gets really easy. And even and I always found that ironic, because it's, it's against this um, impetus that life's going to get hard because you're going to have to change things. Shit's going to get inconvenient compared to what you're doing right now. But I've had the opposite where it's like the further down this road I go and the deeper I get into it, the easier life gets because there's so much less to choose from. Yeah. I have so much less decision fatigue. Absolutely. I'm so much more present. Like all yeah. of these amazing And the community things. there is great as well. The community's supportive and you know, like... Yeah. yeah. So it's Absolutely. like it's almost at that point the climate crisis is almost redundant against like my own sense of happiness or, you know, anyone out there, their own sense of happiness. And it's just like, I I see the opportunity there
1: because these two
0: huge problems of climate change and mental health disorders can just be...
1: Well, they're they're intertwined. They're they're the same thing, exactly. They really are. And it's also going back to like, you know, let's say, refusing a takeaway cup or, you know, doing your little part and feeling that... Pride, it, pride of like, yeah. yeah which then it, it's not you're not saving the world by not having that one key cup, or you're not saving the world by going to a beach cleanup or whatever. But it's all if if you've got seven and a half billion people doing that, then everyone's feeling connected, and then everyone's doing that, and it's this kind of it's it is it's this it's it's a movement.
0: Yeah, the inertia. You know? It's exhilarating.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's yeah. what it's about too. Is also looking after, you know, as I say, climate change is this like really complex, huge global problem, which people get really overwhelmed at, but it's kind of going, well, no no no, don't think you don't have to think that big. Yeah. Don't go too don't go too big. Just think about your community. You know, just doesn't it look, you know, isn't it better when your community is all working together and, you know, like we're not all this fast-paced, just disposable life kind of, you know, like mm. if we can kind of work in together and have this connection. And pride, and this kind of this again, taking responsibility mm. for our area—that's where that's where the the, the power lies. Yeah, you know. Yep. And rather than getting too caught up on, whoa, I'm just one person. How am I going to change things? I may as well go eat my steak. Yeah. Or well, I'm
0: doing this, but I can see him doing that. So why, why well, should I, I keep want, bothering, bothering with bothering. mine? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's going back to the well because it's the right thing to do, and it's it, it helps your community. Yeah, and it helps you. It's you. It's yourself. Yeah. like your sense of self. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that really is kind of I think also the, the big thing is just well finding whatever niche it is in your in your world that, that it clicks for you, yeah. you know? Whether it is mental health, whether it is community and feeling accepted whether, surfing. you know, surfing whatever whatever it is, you know, like the finding how you can change your life for the better for yourself and f- for the planet and your community and, and you know, like mm. And I go back to, I'm not perfect, you know? Like, yep, still eat cheese. Fucking love it, mm. <laughs> you know? Like, it mm. doesn't make me a bad person because yep. I go out and I do my other stuff, you know? And if we all give it, if we all really have a crack in different ways, then we are going to end up with a better world. and We are going to yeah. be able to leave a legacy for future generations that we can all be proud of, you know? Rather than just going, well, fuck, it's all too hard, so we'll just destroy it all now and Yell have as much fun in the as we process. can. Yeah. yeah, like, just destroy everything we have and who gives a shit because hey at least i'm, I'm having fun at the moment or just for the minute yeah you know that short term kind of yeah so it, it's it's a it's a very like it's it's a deep conversation it's a deep there's a lot in it and there's so much to it
0: what a movie eh like imagine sitting in a movie and seeing this all out as a script like oh. this one type of being that was just like shooting themselves in the foot going around in circles and then having all these problems that then just getting presented with the solution, and it's like I, I often feel like this. I'm like, you I feel like I'm 65, 70 minutes into a 90 minute movie, and shit's about to get real. Like yeah. we're hitting the climax now, and we're all alive yeah. to experience it. And yeah. and it, yeah, it's exhilarating,
1: and it's it is, it is. Although it's also scary because I'm. All the good movies are though, Damo. They yeah, have to be a yeah. little bit for you to be <laughs> yeah. relieved at the end. Like, I, it's just that we're on a time ty- That my only worry is the fact that if we had another 50 years and we were on track like this, it'd be all right. But the fact that we're down to kind of whatever it is, nine or 10 years now. It's only a
0: ninety-minute movie. It's not a Lord of the Rings three and a half-hour epic where you know you might want to check. What the happens phone after something.
1: the ninety minutes, though?
0: Oh. I haven't. I haven't. Is there I haven't, a sequel? Because I, haven't, I, I can... haven't. looked behind the veil yet, mate. Yeah, I've got well, a that, suspicion. That, yeah, I think the movie might start again, but it's just a suspicion. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: well, that's a whole other world. Uh, that's probably for another chat. But like, yeah, yeah. looking into, uh, <laughs> looking into like alternative histories. Have you ever looked at this kind of stuff with like? Um, graham hancock and oh
0: yeah 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 like, like lost civilizations yeah like
1: lost civilizations and kind of fingerprints of the gods i've just listened to that book
0: yeah are you on um have you been on gaia it's no, a it's like a netflix I've equivalent heard of it. some of the shit on gaia is incredible and there's a lot of graham on there really he's just
1: he's the isn't he the man yeah, he's so cool he's amazing like amazing and it kind of gets me back to like have we done this before yeah like is this you know and it, it makes sense like the earth is what four billion years old 4.6 billion years old or whatever it's like who's to say that we didn't have a civilization here a few million years ago yeah that we just maybe haven't uncovered yet yeah you know like to think that oh no 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 the civilization is you know four and a half thousand five thousand years old like the that's the latest is the egyptians you know were the ones that they started it on the the, the uh, agricultural revolution was ten thousand years ago it's like really that was I'm it not
0: sure about that. really that was
1: it so we, we came out from Africa over 200,000 years ago did fuck all for 190,000 years yeah then 10,000 you know 10,000 years ago we just went right we're into it okay cool agricultural here we go we've learned how to build these huge pyramids yeah. then we forgot how to do it yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Then, and we still can't do them today. And but, we still um, can't
1: do them today. And, and we're digging up thing... some
0: even older stuff as well at the same yeah, time.
1: Yeah, I think there's only one, one cra- or two cranes in the world that can lift some of those blocks really? in the pyramids really? today. Yeah. But that,
0: that's what I love about it is that there is undeniable shit that we have not discovered about this physical earth in a very cool. like chemistry, phys- physics sort of a way. Yeah. Like stuff, some of the stuff in South America with those stones that are so high up in the mountains and almost like fused yeah, together. It's all kinds. And like the way that Graham sequences it with things like um, chanting and different bits of music and uh, vibrationally what that can do to very physical substances and like suddenly yeah, I'm the sorry, eye, I haven't got into this. Oh, right, dude, yeah. get into Gaia and you can go deep, man. And yeah. it's like some <laughs> of the shit in there is just it's fascinating and it just makes you feel like.
1: Yeah. There's more... There's so much more so to much it. So much more to it. And I don't know what it is. That's the thing. I, I we, we don't know we'll what it is. We'll find out at the end of the movie. That's that, the Well, that's hit. the thing. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, but then is the movie going to be remembered or is, is, are we just going to disappear and then in 100,000 years they'll start digging up a few of our civilizations, and start going like... Who are these crew? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what are these little screens that all they all seem to be holding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these like,
0: skeletons with trousers with like a fucking screen in their pocket. <laughs> with this
1: screen in their pockets, like they all see. yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know where it where it ends really, yeah. which, is, which is exciting in certain aspects, but it's also.
0: I mean, I don't really trust anyone who says they do know what happens when you. No. die.
1: No well no <laughs> I'm like, you arrogant okay. prick if you know yeah. if you know for sure. I oh, disagree like okay. no, we don't none of us know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like but it goes back to also okay, the past is the past, the future we're not sure about, but what we have right now, the fact that this spinning ball of matter somehow went the perfect distance from the sun. And they got the right amount of, of 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 water and it created, you know, the oxygen, which then led... And you look around at how beautiful this planet is. It goes back to, like, how fortunate we are to have this. So let's fucking look after it. Mm. It's not that hard mm. to go out mm. and just look after what has given us so much, you know? And that's, again, what I always go on about with people where I'm like... It's it's our responsibility to do so. You know, if we look after the other things in our lives, why wouldn't we look after the environment? Because you know what? You go back to like and this is gonna sound a little bit shit to start with, but like gender equality means nothing. Racial equality means nothing. Any religion, any of that means nothing if we haven't got the planet. Yeah. If we haven't got a living planet to live on then none of the other shit that we're talking about means anything, does it? Yeah, yeah, you know, And I know, I know it's a, there's probably people going, oh, geez, that's a bit harsh. Like, you know, it does matter to have... Of course, racial equality matters and the shit that we're going on through right now, it all matters. But it's all, like the bigger picture for me is like this yeah. environment is our number
0: one. It's not that it's the same scale, any of that stuff. Like, no. like, I agree with you. I know exactly what you're saying. Like, it sucks that there's people out there who who are distressed about their gender or you know uh, domestic abuse victims or all these like grievous horrible problems about the world but they only affect a specific amount of people climate change is the only thing that affects every Everything. single fucking person yep. every single one yep. no one is immune no one is
1: you know and it's not to say that everyone even, even I'm not saying that right forget about gender equality who yeah, cares not about to any, diminish of this, any of it's that it's not to stuff. diminish that but it's the fact that at the moment, the environment, for the most part, the environment has been, you know, it's really far down the list for a lot of people. Yeah. And all I'm asking for people is to bump it up the list to be kind of your top three. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, you can still a, have a fantasy you, surf
0: team. You can, shit, still have, yeah, like... you can do other stuff. <laughs> it's
1: not to say, again, that you've got to throw yourself completely into this life. But just give a shit a little bit. Yeah, bump you know? it up. Just give a shit about this planet because you have to remember that, once again, all of the other things are connected to a healthy, you know, a healthy planet and a healthy environment leads to healthy communities, healthy people... Healthy minds. Healthy minds and, and, and a and prosperous society. Yeah. You know, that that that's where it goes back to, is that we have to remember that we're not separated from the environment, you know? yeah. Which is why, again, like, we've got these paddle outs for PEP 11, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Which I would love for everyone to come to, like... We've got one, you know, by this stage, when is this getting released? It'll be next week. So tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's going down. Tomorrow's going down. So shout no out avail. to everyone who went there. Yep. Thank you all for coming down. Um, but then we've got the 24th of April, which is uh, in Terrigal at the Haven uh, at 11 a.m. And then 1st of May in Newcastle at 11 a.m. as well. So cool. both on Saturdays at Nobby's Beach, Newcastle is actually. Awesome. Um, and really? that's, that's again going back to like, just come down it's look Dude,
0: after look after like it's an amazing opportunity to start giving a shit yep. if you don't yet and also to feel all these things that you're talking about because you'll sit there splashing and feeling amazing and invigorated with oh. other people that you'll connect with and you'll start to feel all this community and purpose
1: and pride and yeah and you do especially at the paddle outs so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah feeling, the feeling the feeling the first one i remember doing in torquay Uh, back in 2019 for Fight for the Bite. I remember paddling out and the splashing and the screaming the noise, and just man. Oh, the energy that just went through everyone. And yeah. it was just like, Whoa. I feel like
0: I, I feel like I just got goosebumps of you, your memory of that, whatever uh, just happened in your brain. I can just feel I can it. see. Yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. 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 Cause I was
1: thankfully standing on the paddle, stand up paddleboard with the oil rig. Yeah. And I saw, yeah, I've seen so the was, photos. Yeah. Man. They're yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what I was doing there. I was just like so high on energy. Just, and just, the, the energy that from that whole, and and it's happened, I've done 13 or 14 paddle outs now. And every time, not only myself, but every single person comes in and just goes, Whoa, what was that? That was amazing. Oh, the feeling and just. Tingling oh. and all. Oh. And, it, and it's for everyone. You don't have to be a surfer. You don't have to have ever sat on a board before. Paddle out your bodyboard, kayak, stand up paddle board, surfboard. I could take your front door off and bring it down if you have to, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. whatever you want, come down and be part of something bigger than yourself and be part of a movement to protect our oceans. Yeah. That's that's all I'm asking, you know?
0: Shouldn't be much to ask. That's something that people should ask you for the opportunity for, you know? Like, mm. when you put it that way, that all of that feeling
1: and the stuff you get out of it. Oh, everything you get out of it is just worth it. And, yeah. And, you know what? If people come down, come down. I challenge anyone to come down. And if you don't feel that, then don't worry about it. You know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Forget about
1: it. If you don't feel good after this, after the paddle out,
0: you're a cyborg. You, go you, back you, to you, the <laughs> <laughs> HQ in the Nevada desert fine, or wherever lock you've back come in, from. You're good. Tell Elon to give you another chip. Send yeah, you back out. And... We'll be fine. You know, <laughs> it's
1: cool. But but no, I, I, I'm I'm that confident. I'm that with you. you will get, get so much out of it. Yeah, yep.
0: so. We'll see. Amazing. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll touch base after the next few paddle outs. Definitely, and, man. Yeah.
1: Got more to talk about. Update. So Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be great.
0: We'd love to have a bit of a chat. Mate, so, sounds great. Awesome. All right, well, let's um close on that. Beautiful, man. In 52 minutes, Jesus yeah. Christ. about yeah. the longest one I've ever done. I do love to talk, man. <laughs> clearly as do <laughs> I, my friend. Match uh, made in heaven. Uh, thanks, mate. Thank you. Okay, I dare you to tell me that that is a bloke full of shit. I dare you. Like how on earth can you question this man's authenticity, this man's integrity. He actually, Damo really reminded me energetically of the conversation I had with Jimmy Cocking in Alice Springs last year, who heads up the Arid Lands Environment Center, um, which is basically another really hard job, another job that demands a level of commitment that you cannot give to it unless you are wholeheartedly, body and soul, committed to, to solving climate change. Damo's the exact same, and I just got so much out of that conversation. So I hope that you guys did as well. And I also hope that you took on board his suggestion that if you are choosing to not do anything about climate change at this point, this is the one point that I really want to echo. If you're choosing that, you are a dickhead. Okay, you're a dickhead because it is a choice. There's no such thing as pleading ignorance anymore. It's We're so far past that. Everybody knows about how urgent this situation is. And so if you're kind of not doing everything you possibly can to restructure your life around minimizing your environmental footprint, kind of a dickhead. Um, I, I really agree with that point. And I'm glad that he's the kind of guy who's not afraid to just throw that out there because that's something that maybe I might... Actually, no. I probably. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast very much, there's not much of a um, suggestion that I would ever um, swallow a thought. That's kind of the whole point of self-talk is a completely unfiltered representation of the deepest idiosyncrasies of my brain. But I love the fact that Damo just spat that out, and he's so real. He's so real. And God, I love that conversation. So much fun. Become a Surfrider member. Donate, do your bit and get to a paddle out if you can because it does make an impact. As demonstrated in the fight for the bite when Equinor got told to bugger off back to bloody Norway and come up with some other way to create energy. Oh wait, there's heaps and they don't involve burning old dinosaurs and potentially jeopardizing ancient and invaluable priceless marine ecosystems. Yeah? Yeah. okay cool well thank you very much for listening please share this chat if you got something out of it because it's kind of and I say if I mean if you got to this point and you're still listening to me you definitely got something out of it and so if you did someone you know definitely will as well and that's the whole point of this time in our lives and in this fight for planet Earth is that if you find something helpful we need to be vocal. We need to share. We need to come together and embrace this conversation and this fight and tackle it head on. And that's as simple as flicking someone a message going, hey, I just listened to this absolute eco savage called Damien Cole from Surfrider Foundation. You should listen to it too. And that'd be mad. In any case, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time. Peace and love.